In five, four, three, two, one. Obi Trice, real name, no gimmicks. Who are you? He had a voice that could make a Wolverine purr. That's what I'm talking about, man. Wait a minute, I know you. Check out the name tag. You're in my world now, Grandma. I know that, dude. He's a modern-day Yoda. I'm your huckleberry. Allow myself to introduce myself. Greetings and salutations. We came, we saw, we kicked it out. You're excited. Feel these nipples. That boy's good. Mm-hmm. Good and terrible. Well, I have a microphone, and you don't. So you will listen to every damn word I have to say! This is the Mike Rutherford Show on the Big X. Sportos, motorheads, geek bloods, wasteoids, dweebies, they all adore him. They think he's a righteous dude. Thursday, June 29th, this is the Mike Rutherford Show. We're coming to you once again from the remote University of Louisville College of Business Studios in Jeffersonville, Indiana. Visit business.louisville.edu to see what the UofL College of Business can do for you. At some point, this is going to stop becoming the remote. I was thinking the exact same thing. (laughs) Once we reach like three months over here, I think it's just going to be just the solid UofL College of Business Studios. Is there a light out in there? Yes. Okay, just making sure I wasn't hallucinating. No, the light right there is only at half power. Because yours is always more, far more brightly lit than my room. I've got two lights on in here today, and you've got just the one. So it's yeah. Oh well, you I've kind got, of look like more like the kill room today than I do. Which is to, saying something. To, to give an example, until the cameras come on Monday, uh, the, the there's two tube fluorescent lights in each of these. So I should have four lights. I only have three tubes. Yeah, one tube is not working. You gotta get your tubes fixed. Yeah. <laughs> My mom did. Hey. You or me. I was like, I don't get a little brother. (laughs) We are on the air today from 3 until 6 here on 1450 AM, 96.1 FM, streaming all over the land. You know us better as the Big X. It's Mike Rutherford and Trevor Kelsey once again here on a Thursday, talking nonsense, getting you through your work day, getting you back home. Hit us up on the Thornton's text line with your thoughts, your questions, your comments, your concerns, your whatever at 502-414-1450. And a reminder, Thornton's is hooking up with the best deals all summer long with their refreshing rewards app. Download that bad boy. Uh, save some money at the pump every time you got to fuel up. Save some money inside if you need a drink, a coffee, a snack, whatever you want. Thornton's has you covered. And then hit us up on the text line at 502 502- 414-1450. Happy Thursday to you, TK. Uh, still gross out there. Still the, the downtown Louisville, the, the skyline looking like your bedroom on a you know casual Wednesday night. But, but at least suppose yesterday. Yesterday it was hot and looked that way. Today it cooled it off a little. Yeah, bit. It, it's rain. You can like you can see it now and not see yesterday and be like, oh, it's probably because of the rain. Yes. You, you can excuse that, but like yesterday it was like eighty degrees and it looked like something you'd see in like. 
like a 1980s futuristic LA movie, a movie based in LA, like Escape from LA or something. Yeah, it did, like, you're like you're apocalyptic. Right. It was like you know this is what this is what it's gonna look like in 2022. It's still gross. The the weather's still dangerous. It's better than it was yesterday though. The air's still dangerous. I don't know if that's why I was feeling. I, I mean, hand up. I'm I'm just gonna come out with this at the front. I don't even remember like yesterday's show. At all. Oh, I've had those days. I was so yeah for different <laughs> reasons. There's there's been sometimes I've come out and be like. What have I talked about today? <laughs> At about four o'clock, I was like, I don't know if I can do this. Like, I, I felt so crappy. I still don't feel very good, but I, I'm definitely way better than I was a year ago, or a day ago. I, my mind is just gone. Like, I driving home, I like turn off all the radio. I was like fully focused on just not. My head hurt so much. Like, I didn't, I didn't feel physically like nauseous in my stomach. But I was like, I'm gonna throw up because my my head is hurting so much. I hate that. And so I got into the house, and it was like it was very much like. Will Ferrell in old school at the birthday party scene where he's got the trank dart and he's like pushing kids out of the way. Like my kids are like, Daddy, I'm like, get out of the way. Like blew right past him, threw up, passed out for like two hours, woke up, had no idea what time it was. Like I was like, I was like, I've got to lie down. I'm sorry. So she took the kids with the dog on a walk and she got dinner and bath time. And like I rolled over thinking it was like, I'd lay down at like 640. Thinking it was like seven fifteen, like oh, I'll flip on the Reds, and it was like eight forty five. I was like, I had no idea. Uh, it was just like, and from that point forward, I felt a little bit better, but still, just not great. But yesterday was bad. Today, hopefully, will be better. But I hand up. If we talked about something terrible yesterday, I don't remember it. I, I, I don't even remember what we discussed at all. I'm sure it was nonsense, but I can't remember what nonsense it was. Yeah, it doesn't help. It makes you feel better. I, 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 my, my memory's in and out, too. Well, we know that. But <laughs> hey, the hey, lights came on. <laughs> Great moment for the YouTube cameras. Coming next week. That was I think I just got an idea. Oh, that's what we talked about. <laughs> it was very cartoon. Could have timed that up better. That was perfect. Yeah. But you, I, I want to give props to Mary for letting you sleep. By the way, uh, yeah, she's yeah. she see that with that you, you got to give her because I'm sure she was. She, I mean, she's probably was just coming off finishing up her work as well, and you know she's been as you said she's been been busy with her work because of changes they made, I guess, over there, or whatever. And uh, she's got two kids. She's probably doing bath time, dinner time with them. And yeah, like, she had to step up a lot. So prop, but, props to Mary for, for getting the hot tag and coming in and doing the job. And we, you kind of have to. Like, there, she's, well, I know. There have been times when she's like, and here's why. Like, well, she could have been like, Mike, wake up, help me. You know, she could have easily been that. that well, I, did, I, I got up to put John down. I was like, I felt a little bit better at that point. But those two hours, I was going to be no help whatsoever. But here's why I don't, like, I, I was very thankful for her to help out. But here's why she was, I think, very willing to do it. Tomorrow night, she's going to Taylor Swift. Oh, she's very like this is the most exciting thing that's ever happened to her. Have you seen these Taylor Swift lines? You, the, you have earned a lot of ground with her going. You, there's been more times you've been like she's going out. She's and gone out. She's had stuff yeah, going on. Yeah, you don't. You never go out and do anything. Very rarely. Yeah, and I mean you've ditched us at the Big X like a dozen times. At least three times. <laughs> You're not ditching us on the golf scramble though coming up. I'm not. I'm going to play on the golf scramble. Yep. I'm excited about that. So am I. But yeah, she, so she, you know, her and all of her friends, they, they've been, she's been to two Taylor Swift concerts, but now this tour apparently is like, you know, this is the the Michael Jackson tour. Like it, you know, She's selling out everywhere. People are, like <laughs> thousands of people are hanging out in the parking lot just to like hear her play from like, from outside the stadiums and are doing, like, it's it, it's insane. Well, why is that? Because it's, it's not like, is this our first tour in like 20 years or something? I no, mean, but she, apparently it's just like a crazy show. Like she goes for three and a half hours straight. And there's all this like she, you know, well, shouldn't she go for just, probably three hours anyway? I mean, it's just crazy stuff apparently in, in this tour. But so all of her friends tried to get tickets together. The ones that have been to the concerts together before, none of them could. And then one of them got two tickets, and Mary's like, God, like, I hope she asked me. I hope she asked me. And sure enough, her friend Megan was like, do you want to go with me? 
And so she's insanely pumped. And Too bad Megan didn't offer me. Yeah, I know. Me either. And <laughs> I saw today, like, they open up, like, the merchandise lines. And I don't know if you've seen this video. The merch lines, like, they stretch – it stretches, like, from where the, the – the, you know, the, the their – Paul Brown, whatever it's called now. I was going to gonna ask you where the concert was. It's at the football okay, stadium. Okay. To the Roebling Bridge, which is like a, two it's miles like away. Walk. It's yeah. insane how far. And like this is merch you can pretty much buy online, I think. Yeah, I, was I gonna, don't get why the line is so long. They, like, they interviewed somebody who had a blanket over their head because they'd called in sick to work so they could stand in this line and they didn't want to be identified. Like The whole thing is just absolutely insane. And I think Mary lucked out because she's doing – these shows are so big that she's doing two, at least two, I think, in every city that she goes to. So you've got Friday and Saturday coming up in Cincinnati this weekend, and it looks like band act. it looks like the weather's going to be pretty crappy on Saturday. So Mary like picked the she she's got the good day. So she's like she's got the no rain day. She's very excited. So she's going up there tomorrow. So I'll have the kids t- tomorrow night. She's going to come back after the concert, but like I'll it, it'll be a daddy night. You can beat me to the punch on the the, the merch thing because I was saying the same thing as you were saying. I was like. Back in the house, I just want to. Mary's clarifying by the way; she's texting and she's listening. This is her era's tour. It's so it's all of her albums. That's part of the reason why it's so crazy. Well, wouldn't well that and she's a total and complete badass. That's Mary's text, and that's fine. I'm but the, the era's. I mean, I mean, is an artist? Wouldn't you expect her to play like older like hits as well? In yeah, but a, tour? typically I mean, when you're on tour, at least when you're like a. Somebody who's still making. New I mean, you're music. primarily going to play you're, your new album. You're highlighting the new album. Yeah, and you're I, tossing in some of your biggest. Like she's doing stuff from like like it's like it's not it's it's all apparently like the same amount of songs from every different part of her era. Okay. Come up. I don't. I guess I just thought that was expected, but I mean, but yeah, I don't know. Uh, the, the, yeah, like the merch sites. I was saying the same thing. Like back in the like, I want to kick myself to my face, but back in the day, like I understand like the desire to like run and get merch because you can't you. You wouldn't find it anywhere else, but now you said now you can just go online and get all this stuff anywhere. Yeah, I don't really get it. I mean, is it just the appeal of saying I bought it at the concert and paid thirty dollars more for it? I get. I mean, maybe they have some stuff that you can't buy anywhere else. I guess, but like, yeah. It's, Did you ever buy? I don't think you were never you. You you weren't a big concert guy. Anyway, I'm not right? a big concert guy. All right, so you never, you probably didn't. I was going to ask you if you've ever bought concert merch, but you probably no didn't. Yeah, no, nor did I. But that was mainly because I was it never. I can never fit it right. Yeah, there's that too. It was always too small for me. Plus, I didn't want to. Even when I'd go to like wrestling shows, but wrestling shows, in, in my defense, only have one merch stand set up the, for the entire show. I did buy a British Bulldog they do shirt that. one time at a, at a wrestling show. A what? I bought a British Bulldog shirt at a wrestling show. Did you really? Yeah, back in the day. Yeah. Look at you, down to my kid. Yeah. All I'm right. A big, I'm a big fan. I was a big fan of British Bulldogs. Did you still have the shirt? No. It was one of those where, like, because it was the merch tents were it was mostly adult stuff, like, like the sizes were adult. Yeah. And so I was a kid, and I bought it. It was way too big, and I used it as like a night shirt. I remember always sleeping in the British Bulldog. How long that was? Because the British Bulldog probably broken up long before. I mean, British Bulldog, Davy Boy Smith, or the tag team. I think it was just British Bulldog. Yeah. Okay. That 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 makes more sense. Yeah. Never mind. This was like early nineties. I forget when they broke up. He just kept the moniker British Bulldog and bought. Opposed to when he was with the team, British Bulldogs. R.I.P. Yeah, both actually. Oh, they, they're both dead. Yeah, Davy Boy and uh, and Dynamite Kid. Yeah, well, that's sad. Dynamite Kid was the one that uh, a lot of CTE stuff because of the diving headbutt he was famous for. Oh well, that'll. Yeah, there was there's a good uh, Dark Side of the Ring, Ring about him a couple of seasons ago. I wonder if the one this week was any good. I don't know because I didn't have power until yesterday. We both had bad nights. And then on top of it, power comes on. It's like, hey, honey, I'm coming home, but I'm bringing my new boyfriend. 
Cable's now out. Mm. So I have no cable, no internet, which is driving my mother insane a lot more than me, I'll tell you that much. It's like, you know, you're having biscuits and gravy. Great breakfast, but oh, by the way, we're out of gravy. Yeah, yes, thank you. I got something to eat. But I went it's with not. sex. You went with food. Even better. <laughs> Usually, it's the opposite. Yeah, somehow they always go hand in hand. George Costanza, what are you doing? Pleasuring you? <laughs> that does suck, though. I mean, you've got yeah. So here's my question. I mean, you famously, since we've started the show, which is now we're coming up on the two year anniversary of this show, which is oh wow, we are insane. I think it'll be. I think August. It was like mid August, August sixteenth, something like that. Yeah, that's. That it was because it was a couple weeks before, like two weeks before your birthday, right? It was right before my birthday, and it was crazy because it was right when, it, like Virginia, like started school. I think her, I think our first day, but our first show, I went straight from there to orientation for her school, and then I now, think like her first day of school was the next day. Actual show or test show? Actual show. Not, okay, not that people forget we technically did, did the uh, was it a one hour test <laughs> we show? Did an hour where we just cut into the radio so I was like, hey, <laughs> if you're listening, congratulations. And we, we, just, we need to find that audio. We <laughs> really do. We just shot the police. I think it ends up being exactly what I said for the actual first show. Uh, but so yeah, that was so coming up with two. But everybody, please, that is our best up next time. <laughs> I would like to listen to that too. Yeah, I mean, this like, was like the first time we really met. We were just yes. radio together. Oh, it was I met like I met you like ten minutes before we went yeah. on. So. <laughs> For the two years, so everybody, I mean, you always come in here. You talk about all the shows you watch, all the you know yeah. what you've been doing on your phone the night before, the video games you're playing. What does Trevor Kelsey do at a house that has no internet, no TV? Like, how did you spend last night? Oddly enough, it it doesn't normally affect me unless there's like something on that I can't watch on my phone. And in this example, was Dynamite because for some reason you can watch it on the TNT app, but. For the last, I mean, what seems like six months to a year, every time I go on the app and try to sign in, because I have, you know, I have, I have TNT, I can sign in through my cable provider. Okay. And I go to sign in, and the screen just goes completely white, and it won't let you sign in. It's annoying. And I Googled it, and apparently, like, I found Reddit threads from back to, like, two years ago where people said it's been, it's, they've never fixed it. So I can't even watch it on my phone. So that's really the only kick in the nads. And I, so I still don't know what happened to Dynamite. I really want to avoid. Twitter, because I, I mean it's the Fallout show from the pay per view, which means usually something decent happens. I'm I'm kind of kind of kind of a little pissed about that. That irritated me, and usually I just kind of use the cable to flip through the channels and, and go through stuff that you know. But since I didn't have it, hooked up the PS5, went back at the house, loaded up the uh, Reds dynasty, the Reds franchise, because I've been on kind of Reds kick with with them being a win streak and. Uh, I raised Ellie. By the way, I improved uh, Ellie De La Cruz up to uh, 84. Oh. Moved, moved up from that 71. I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm tired of this. And uh did that, and actually I started watching The Bear last night on my uh, on, on the laptop, which was powered by my hotspot. So you basically it was like, not like any other. You really weren't inconvenienced at all by Pretty the much. lack of and, TV and internet. And it honestly gets the, the – that's the best – that's the best, like, litmus test. Is that the right word? Uh, for – a television show with me is if I, I start watching it while I'm playing a game. Right. And the test is, 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 is the show going to distract me in terms of like where I lose or almost lose a game? And it I, I, it didn't distract me to where I, I did actually lose. I, I, I played three games while I watched it. I went two and one. But uh, I did ha- I did it did make the games a little slower because I found myself like paying more attention to the, to the show. I had watched both seasons last night, though. I only watched season one. Of the bear, of the bear. So you watched the whole season. Yeah, eight episodes. Good lord, um, <laughs> is that a, why can't most women react that way to me? <laughs> I'm assuming that's a recommend. Um, 
I liked it. I'm going to watch season two. Because we need to watch a new show. Like, Mary and I, like, we've, we knocked out Veep. Uh, she's been doing, like, you know, she goes to bed. Like, usually I watch the Reds or I watch something, like, a sports documentary. When I go to sleep, she goes to sleep and she watches. She's American been, Dad. She's been, re- yeah, usually American Dad to fall asleep to. She's been rewatching the West Wing and she just finished that. Well, that'll put you to sleep. Oh, I love the West Wing. Um, I didn't get it. I don't, it's so weird. I love Aaron Sorkin, like, movies, but I've never been a fan of TV shows. I loved it. It's her favorite show of all time. So yeah. she, she just wrapped that up. So we need something else to watch now. I'm thinking the bear may take that place. Is that a hard recommend from you? Uh, I wouldn't say hard recommend. Okay. Uh, I, I enjoyed it. I was into it. Um, I, again, I'm going to watch season. Uh, it was it wasn't like the point where like Trevor, how could you not gone right into the next season? You know, did it not keep you, did it grab you like that? If it hadn't been, I think I want to say it was probably like three thirty in the morning at that point. I probably would have maybe. Okay. But I, was, I mean, at, baseball games can take a little take a little longer to play than like the Maddens do, and then, you know, eight an entire season covered three only three one series against the. The Pirates, so um, it's. I mean, it's, I like it. I get where everybody's loving it. I'm not going to put it on the same pedestal. I think some of the textures and some people like Ryan, our buddy Ryan Miles. Yeah, people you know, love yeah, it. Yeah, but yeah. Um, I mean, the, the guy that plays. First of all, I can't. I still have trouble getting past thinking he's Lip from some Shameless because he's just that's just what he's going to always be in my head to a little bit. But he's he is a great actor. Uh, he does a good job. It's. I could do a little bit without some of the cooking and food stuff. Like I could, I know it's the premise of the show. show. I know, but there's just, I mean, I don't need every episode where they're having dream. They're having nightmare dreams of food, like showing in my face. It's just, and, and I could do without the war scene. Well, it is band (laughs) brothers. I mean, I know it sounds bad, but I mean, it's, it's good. I would, I would say recommend it, yes. Okay. When I say you got to watch this, you got to watch this, I don't like to do that with any show, and I wouldn't do it with this as well. Okay. I know you mentioned the, the, the restaurant connection to it. It's more like I've worked in restaurants. I've only worked in the back of the house once, really, and that was at Wix, and it was nothing like a restaurant like this. Like, this is like serious back of the house stuff when you, when you talk about working in restaurants. Okay. I was mostly, I was usually mostly up front in, in the front of the house, but it's, uh, it's it's not. I, I wouldn't give it a recommend. It's only they're only like the episodes are only thirty minutes or so each. So I'm trying to think of like of all the ideas, like the, the jobs, the situations that I like picturing you in. Head of a five star restaurant is is, is oh, hilarious. No, I would no, just no, love no. like where's the drizzle, drizzle, <laughs> the creme fresh. I mean, it's not, this isn't a spoiler, but Trevor chef, chef, can I, I mean, everything is chef in this. It, it, it gets a little old after Sue the chef. fourth. No, no, it's just chef. That's how restaurants work. You can uh, call him chef. Not some of the restaurants I worked at. I mean, you call maybe one guy <laughs> chef, but not everybody. See, this is where the roles are reversed. Like, I, yeah. everything I know about is like reality TV or oh, TV. Like, yeah. they always call him chef. So, but I assume it, that that's just the real world. Yeah. I mean, it's no, it wasn't like that at Wix. <laughs> it was when I worked in the back of the house at Wix back in the day. <laughs> they call you chef. They just smack you out of there if you're talking to the pizza guy. It's like, it's pizza guy. <laughs> if you don't like the, if you love the bear, I, I can see where you love it. If you don't like it, I can also see that as well. I've I, had shows like that. I can see. I can hear where people are saying like, "Oh, it's kind of slow." I get that a little bit. I mean, it can. I'm, that never bothers me because I always feel like the first, you know, three or four, you got to kind of have to. It's got to be slow to kind of build you into the characters. But it's not to me. The characters have to be intriguing to me to keep me in a show. It's tough to have. And a that's sometimes not always matches really, with a good plot. Really good pilots are really tough to do because. The main goal of a pilot is to introduce you to the the, the main the, character yeah, exactly. and the basic storyline, 
And so to add in excitement and to you know make you want to click play on that second episode is something that's really tough to do. Is there like I, I, this could be Game a, of Thrones did it? A topic I, I was gonna say best pilots that just stand out to you because you said they, Game of Thrones. Like I Friday Night Lights, I thought the pilot was great. Like they did a, a fantastic job of laying it out. And then I would you say have, yes, as it kept me to at least two seasons. Right, I mean. the star quarterback gets very badly hurt at the end yeah. of the first game, and you know you have Saracen stepping into a starring role. Like they did a great job at laying out the foundation of the show, but then also giving you something like a huge dramatic event happening that makes you want to to watch whatever's next. But a lot of times, like you go back and you. Like I go into a lot of shows thinking just power through these first couple of episodes and then it's going to hit its stride because you just, you know. Yeah, it's it's normally. I mean, that's yeah, you don't want to I mean, you'll get on a roller coaster and be at the top of the hill. I mean, you you It's a great you, line. You, you, <laughs> like that? Sometimes you do though. <laughs> Even can yeah, broken broken clocks right twice a day, right? <laughs> uh so but like that's um I think like the shrinking I thought was a really good first episode. It the shrinking kinda, was a really good it first episode. It opens up with, you know, he's got the, the, the hookers in the pool and she's complaining to our favorite character about, you know, you tell him to go to sleep, you tell him to go to bed, yeah. you tell him. Um I, I Game of Thrones still maybe I'll top my head is my favorite. I mean, you right off the bat you get the White Walker kind of tease and Game of Thrones pile was really good. I mean, it, it's like five minutes of like complete intensity. Are you ready and for the And then you go back to kind of where it's normal Game of Thrones, not, not slow, but you know, building, and you, the whole time you're like, you're building to really the second episode of, of the last season, the whole battle of Winterfell. The 10 best uh, pilots, TV pilots, according to, this is IMDb ratings. Oh, okay, IMDb. <laughs> Number 10 is the Game of Thrones pilot. Yeah, I think that's way too low, but I, okay. I think Game of Thrones pilot was very good. Number 9 is the original Twin Peaks pilot, which I've never seen. Uh, Twin Peaks is a weird... Very, is, I tried the new one. It's, yeah, it's, it's, too, it's too weird for me. That's 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 a niche thing for me. If, you, if that's your, your your thing, then you love it. If you're not, you're going to hate it. There's no middle for Twin Peaks to me. Number 8 is Sherlock, which I actually I did watch and really liked, at least the, that's the first few episodes. CBS show, I think. Uh, the BBC, a- I think. I mean, no, no, not BBC. I thought it was an ABC or CBS this show. Was the B- this is the BBC one. This oh, okay. Benedict Cumberbatch and Martin It's Freeman. like a modern-day show. Sherlock Holmes, right? Exactly. Didn't yeah. they? I thought they rebooted that on like one of the the networks. Channels. They might have, but this one was this one. It was weird because they did like one episode every like couple months, and they were all like the episodes were basically movies. They probably did because they, they it was really good. They tried to Fox tried to like uh, reboot the broad uh, Broadchurch from BBC, and it failed miserably. Uh, the Broadchurch, the BBC version is really okay. good. Number seven, True Detective, which I did really like. Yeah, I only watched the, the first season good. though. I don't remember the pilot though. Really, number six, The Newsroom. We. Ragged on the show the other day about it being terrible. It was terrible. The pilot was good. Like I thought after watching the pilot that I was gonna like really like the show. Like he has that great spiel about you know why is this the greatest country, which I see making the rounds every now and then on social media, and then it just got terrible from there. I'd never seen it. Number five, Breaking Bad. Great pilot. Yes, yeah. I mean, I I like say I got through two seasons. Do oh yeah you I forgot you bailed on Breaking Bad. Yeah, I don't know. I don't remember why I failed too. Because I mean, it got me through two seasons, and usually if I'm that far, I'm in it. Number four, This Is Us. Never seen it. Uh, I, I'm almost tired of hearing about that show, to be honest with you. Number three, uh, Mr. Robot. Never seen it. Uh, yes, I had to agree to that. The first, that's another one where, but after the second season, I mean, it fell off a cliff. I've heard of that. And it went bad fast. Number two, uh, best pilot, best TV pilot, Fargo. I loved the original Fargo. I love the movie. I love the movie. If you Movie's like the movie, great. I like the show. I, I, I watch. I don't think I watched the third season. The first two seasons were great. I know, I've noticed in the bear that like this is, I guess, like an FX production, but it's on Hulu, which makes me think, like, and I'll let you finish this, but like, is F, I feel like FX might be the best in terms of original programming, not on the not paid program, not like FX HBO. and Hulu are the, the same. They're owned by the same. That's why okay. you see like all like, like all like Dave is on. 
Yeah, Hulu. okay. Well, a lot of things are on Hulu, but yeah, yeah I mean, I think FX, 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 FX has Family Guy episodes. If you don't count like Hulu. HBO's and stuff, FX best original programming right now on TV. Um, them and AMC are probably like kind of right there. I mean, I love Dave, and Dave's their highest rated show. So yeah, I mean, I would probably say I, I don't think I, I, AMC's got yeah good shows. I mean, they they do Sunny still. They do. I mean, I, I and just even go back in the past. They they were Rescue Me, which I love. They did. No, Let's so get to the, number one here. Yeah, yeah we can move on. Number okay. one best pilot of all time, Chernobyl. Uh, according to IMDb, nine that episode got a nine point four out of ten. I guess IMDb. yeah, it's a good show. It's a good show, and the. Did, did did it did it blow up in the end of the pilot? I don't remember. It didn't. Okay. But I remember I I do remember watching the pilot and being like, okay, I gotta watch two now. Well, I was intrigued by the concept and the whole thing anyway. When so it probably had me before I started the pilot. The Reddit I, I've seen like of course they're all different lists with like the, the, there's a one from people from Reddit and it's got none of the same holdovers from the other episode. <laughs> <laughs> it's got Dairy Girls at two, which I did like. It's got the and last what it two? Dairy Girls. Never heard of it. Oh, it's hilarious. I one of my favorite shows for so the last years. Damn TV shows. Marvelous now. Mrs. Maisel, which I do think had a great pilot. The first uh, season was terrific. Somebody recommended it to me one time. It might have been you. It's fallen off. The, the, I didn't even make it through the last season. Arrested mm-hmm. Development, that's a very good pilot. Illusions yeah, I agree. There you go. Did you ever watch the uh, the re- not the reboot but the uh, the rest of development like it was season five I guess it came out yeah like, I did with- I-, I liked it it was I-, I went in thinking bad thoughts like I was like this is not going to be as good I liked it more than I thought I was going to. I was too but I don't think I ever finished it I think I only got I think I ended up having like two or three episodes left I never finished it shortlist.com they have I, this is probably the list that I agree with. It's got Breaking Bad one I do think the Breaking Bad pile was great it's got Walking Dead two which say what you will about the Walking Dead it got embarrassingly bad very quickly, but the first the first part of the first season was was really good. I, I mean, actually like, did watch the pilot. It didn't grab me. The pilot me. was great because Kevin Smith did it. Yeah, and I, I was going to say, I, I, remember, I remember liking it, not until I wanted to watch it because I just don't get into zombie stuff, but they, zombies creep me out. I don't care. I'm a, I'm I like zombies. I'm, I'm a kid with that stuff. It's, I don't like zombies. It creep me out. Three, they got lost, which I have heard great things about the pilot. I couldn't. I just don't want to. I don't even want to start lost. I, I, I won't start lost. I, I, know, I, would, yeah. I know everybody hates the ending so much. I know. Four is Game of Thrones. Five, The Sopranos. Six, House, which I never saw. House, the doctor show? Yes. Okay. Seven, Twin Peaks. Another vote for Twin Peaks. People love Twin Peaks. Eight, Mad Men, which again, I've seen this episode like three times. I can't get into the show. (laughs) I had to talk with somebody about that the other day. Nine, The West Wing. And ten, Mr. Robot. There you go. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you probably like Mr. Robot. For a network show, especially USA, it was like I said, the first two seasons really good. I know my dad really likes it. Yeah. It just just really, just after like the, the second season, it just... Yeah, it was a concept you could only take so far, and they weren't going to uh, abandon it anytime soon. We've got to, there's, as you might have guessed from the first 20 minutes here of the show, there's not a whole lot going on in the world of Cardinal athletics. There uh-huh. are some big stories going on in the world of athletics overall. I do want to talk about some things. The NCAA trying to play big bad cop and having no authority to do so. We'll discuss that. Talk about the Saudis now trying to go after college sports and, and get into the, the world of college football. Um, we've got uh, a couple of recruiting notes to get to. Nothing, nothing too big, but some small stuff going on. The top 100 camp is happening. Kenny Payne is there. We're getting some some reports on who he's looking at. Um, we've got some just kind of mixed bag stories to get to, and then of course we'll hear from you on the Thornton's text line at 502-414-1450. We will. I mean, we can get into it right now, actually, before we go to break. Because yeah, this is our our mandatory Cincinnati Reds discussion. Last night, 
I mean, you and I, first of all, we both picked every game of the series wrong. We took the Reds to, to win the first game. I just popped in my head. We need a theme. We can do the KRP theme, and I can do the words like, baby, did you ever wonder, wonder what place the Reds are in? Here's your update about Cincinnati. Mike Rutherford coming on in. Well, we could do the WKRP in Cincinnati song. <laughs> I don't know why it just came into my head. Okay, go on. Go on. Reds are, Reds are, where are the Reds? The Reds are in first place. In the <laughs> Woo, that's Central all we need to know. By a half game. They're off tonight. The Brewers uh, are going up against uh, the Mets. I think no Syndergaard's on the hill for the Mets. Please, God, give us a good game. Win that, please. Uh, but the Reds last night. So I, I well, mentioned Syndergaard still plays. Yeah, he's 8 and 2. He's, he's very good. For the Mets. He's with the Mets again? Yes. Oh, okay. Go on. Um, he's, yeah, he's, he's. I mean, he was actually at one point a, uh, a big time Blue Jay prospect. We traded him to the Mets, actually. Really? He was part of the, uh, who's the guy that threw the, uh, the knuckleball? Was it Dickey? R.A. Dickey or something, I think his name was. For Way back in the day? Yeah, but. Not, not, no, I'm sorry, I, I'm confused. I, not Noah Syndergaard. Max Scherzer. Is oh, okay, okay. The, I was going to say, I'm still on the, on the Dodgers and he kind of sucks now. Okay. Yeah, I was going to say, we said. <laughs> He was a probably we traded for Dickey after he won like the Cy Young with the knuckleball and was was awful with us. Yeah, Max Scherzer is on the hill for the Mets tonight, which we need to get the <laughs> wrong forty year old washed up yeah. player there. <laughs> he's not washed. He's seven and two. Okay, is he three ninety ERA? He's he's had a good year so far. We need him to pitch well. We need the Mets to get that win to keep the Reds in first place. Move ahead by a full game. But last night, so I, I mentioned I went home, was not feeling good, slept for a little bit. By the time I rolled over, it was six to four Reds. It was like the bottom of the third. I was like, what's I, I no idea what I missed. Uh, Weaver doing his thing where he gives up a billion runs in the first inning. That's just standard. But then the offense, they always produce when he's pitching. It's kind of a wild deal. Uh, but then, like, nothing happens. The entire time I'm awake, nothing happens until the the Reds go, go up 7-4, bottom of the eighth. Buck Farmer comes in to pitch. He's been good. We love Buck Farmer. We love big buck energy is what I, I say all the time. He did not bring the BBE last night, unfortunately. <laughs> He gives up a two-run home run to Adam Frazier to tie the game oh, after the the, the, the uh, Orioles had already scored to make it 7-5. So it's 7-7. Ninth inning, Felix, uh, whatever, Batista comes in, the, the Orioles closer, who is a beast. Batista. He's unreal. So Danny's at the game. He's like sitting, he's like 10 rows behind home play. He's got great tickets. Uh, his uncle hooked him up. So he and he just texts. He's like, dude. He's like, he's like, the Felix Batista intro is the most intimidating thing I've ever seen in my entire life. There's no way we're gonna score off dude, this guy. He's six eight, three hundred pounds. He throws one hundred and four miles an hour. So he comes in last night, but he's no match for our boy Ellie De La Cruz, who gets Ellie, a leadoff lead single. It breaks out of his slump last night with two hits. He, he gets a leadoff single, steals second, gets to third on a Nick Senzel like butt hit that goes over the pitcher. So you got first and third, nobody out. You're thinking. Worst case scenario, we're going to get a run in. Let's let's get a run. Alexis Diaz is nails. Let's go home. Let's win this series. Let's forget about the blown save or the the, the blown eighth inning. Votto strikes out. Whoever's after him, I don't even remember who hit. It was somebody somebody good. Fraley maybe. Whoever hit after him strikes out too. So first and third two out. It leaves us with our boy Kevin Newman, who I have discussed many times as being the least clutch player. It wasn't Fraley because I know Fraley was supposed to be hitting a Newman spot. David Bell overmanages sometimes, and he does all this pinch-hitting, pinch-running stuff, and it leaves us in situations like this where it's Kevin Newman versus a righty with two outs, and, of course, he meekly grounds out to second base because he just is hes a good player. He's the least clutch player I've ever seen in my entire life. Newman! Newman. Newman. So the, the Reds, it, it goes to the bottom of the ninth, and, like, I've, I've seen this Reds game over the last, 
I mean, since their last window closed, 10 years, they've lost this game a hundred times since I've been watching, where they've had a chance to, they've been in the lead late, they've blown a chance to lock it down, they've had chances to score, they haven't gotten it done, and like you're, at that point, I'm like, this one's going to stink. This is going to suck. Like, yeah, I get that the Orioles are good, but man, like this is a bad momentum going into a series where we, we need to win some games against the Padres. And Diaz does his job in the ninth, locks it down, shuts it down. We go to the tenth, bam, Will Benson double. Bam, TJ Friedel, second straight night, bomb. Bam. Bam, another insurance run, make it 11-7. Uh, we bring in Young. He he does the job in the. the we're bringing Cruz, who almost loads the bases. We get a break with a call that the, the ball hit his bat instead of hitting the the, the, the actual hitter. Uh, strikes out the side despite two walks. Reds five games above five hundred. They take two or three on the road against the team with the third best record in baseball. And it was just like, it was so refreshing to have another game like that last night where you're just everything kind of goes against you. It feels like you're gonna let one be squandered. It feels like all the terrible Reds losses that I've seen the last 10 years and it just doesn't happen like these these young Reds they're two years ahead of schedule they're so fun to watch and I know that there are going to be times as long as they're able to keep this nucleus together and as long as some of these pitching prospects wind up developing like they'll be more of a legitimate World Series contender I think in a year or two but you'll have higher expectations at that point like it'll, it'll get to a point where you're critiquing every part of that ball club and when you lose games you're just you're flipping out about why and the expectations will be so much higher. These types of seasons, and, and this goes for all sports, the surprise seasons that are like just a year or two ahead of when you were expecting great things to happen are almost more fun because everything just feels like a bonus. And watching this team, watching the early stages of of what you hope is a really exciting window for the Reds, it's just it's so refreshing. These these kids just play with zero fear. They're so talented. McLean, uh, De La Cruz, the 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 bullpen's been such a a bright spot. Friedel has been incredible. Spencer Steer has been incredible. Uh, and now Votto being back in the fold and playing so well, at least at the, at the beginning there, is just like it's just it, it's so fun. Like I, I go home, I, I was not expecting anything from the season. I think I predicted another 100 loss year a couple months ago, and just like coming home after the radio show, getting settled down, and then being able to watch the Reds every night is just it's so fun. It's so exciting, and I'm. Could not be more excited about. They've got a, a brutal July schedule coming up, but hopefully they can take care of business against the Pods, uh, who are playing right now against the Pirates and are, are looking to avoid, I think, losing a sixth in a row. And they've got a winnable series against the Nationals, too, coming up. But besides that, they've, the July schedule is brutal. But regardless of what happens, it's been so fun, um, so entertained. Couldn't love this team more. Wow. Wish I could have gone home and watched it. Sorry. Well, you could have <laughs> on your phone. <laughs> Actually, I could. Well, if I'd used my hotspot on my laptop, I know I do have a. The side a, a site that, that airs all the MLB games. You can get it in both. You can get it in either uh, either uh, road broadcast too, whether the team broadcast that you want, which is kind of a cool site. When I watch Blue Jay games, I always get uh, your boy doing the games. I forget that Dan Shulman. Your Jays have a big series coming against the Giants. <sighs> well, they won last night. Yeah, they, they need to. The Giants are red hot. I know. I mean, it's when we have not. So it's you know you you say about the window closing maybe, but I don't know. This this team kind of. I, I, I'm getting this kind of like 1989 to 1990 or 1990 to 91 Braves kind of feel. Remember the uh, worst to first of run? Course. How could I know? Uh, the Braves, they didn't lose 100 games in 90, but they lost 97. They were bad. And then the next year, what did they do? They went to the Super World Series. Oh, Super almost. They went to the World Series. They did lose. Lost the Jays. No, they lost the Twins. The uh, Twins, right. That was the first one. That was the great game seven. Jack Morris, uh, 11 innings, uh, Kirby one Robin nothing. Home yeah. runs. 
Uh, Kirby, Kirby Bucket Robinson. Yep, I mean that was, that was a great. Was a great. That was one. That was one of the first like real world. I mean, I I was into that season. I, I was into the Reds, but I guess because it was a sweep in '90, it just kind of went by so quick. Like this was one that was so dramatic and like intense. Because eight, because like I said, '90 Reds swept. '89 was uh, a sweep. Uh, in '88, I was just don't really remember. I was what I just said into the Kirk Gibson stuff. I mean, I remember it. I know it, but but this was a, this series was like I remember the one like me like staying up late with my grandfather watching it, him screaming at Pendleton for not for stopping on second. I love Terry. Why did you stop on second? You had it. Get the third. And of course, they they cost them their what would have been their run, and they lost the game one nothing. It's my favorite baseball player of all time. Was it really? Terry Pendleton? He was a former Redbird. Speaking, he was. Yeah. Uh, he was the MVP with the the, the Cardinals. Uh, speaking of the A's, uh, last night we I saw before we go to break. Have to mention the big story in the world of baseball last night: Domingo Herman throwing a perfect game. I thought he was a bullpen guy. <laughs> he's not. Well, you you probably forgot because he's been suspended for the last two years, pretty much. Oh, does, has he really been? Yeah, you don't know the, the background. No, I mean I know his name, but I because he plays for the Yankees, though, doesn't he? He does. He threw a perfect game last night, the first uh, in baseball since 2012, just the 24th ever, fourth Yankee to do it. All of their first names start with D, which is kind of wild. That's some, that, that they have to be the, the leading the pack in most. Part. Oh yeah, and I don't. I, I, don't mean, I, I imagine most teams don't have more than. I mean, well, there's only 24, so yeah. But uh, he was suspended for I think like 88 games for a domestic violence incident. I don't remember that. Yeah, he went to there was like a, a Yankees team party. And like at the team party, he was very drunk and apparently like slapped his his girlfriend, who he has kids with, across the face in front of everybody. And then they went back to to their house, and he just started beating on her so badly that she locked herself in the closet, called uh, a teammate's parent, like our wife, and and they ended up having to go over there and like drag him away. But he and then he got he also got suspended for sticky stuff. So great guy, stand up citizen. Couldn't happen to a better guy here, pitching a perfect game last night. Uh, he was really good that year in 19. I forgot how good he was that season. Yeah, he was. I mean, he's got incredible stuff. But he also he'd been lit up the last two games. He gave up, I think, eight runs in his last start. So he was. It was a wild turn of events. But he becomes the fourth Yankee. Don Larson, David Wells, David Cohn, Domingo Herman to throw a perfect game. And like I said, the first in in over 11 years since uh, Felix Hernandez did it back in 2012. David Wells still the best, right? It was. I mean, it's most notable. The dude was drunk because he was drunk and wearing an old Babe Ruth hat. I mean, come on. I mean, <laughs> he's David Wells, man. Look at the guy. Last night, I feels like it's like the John Daly of pitchers. Last night, and I guess if you're a diehard Yankees fan, then you you feel differently. But it felt like the, the least fulfilling. You've got this guy who's just, by all accounts, like not a great person. No. And then he does it against this this ace team that is not trying. Like they're forty games under five hundred. It's the worst team in baseball. They beat them yesterday, though. Or yeah, before, yeah. They, they they still you know they had that seven game win streak. They've lost I think like twenty of, of twenty three since then. Uh, there are twelve thousand people at that game. It, it, most of them are Yankees fans. It's yeah. just like you know, what a crap perfect game. But whatever. Uh, <laughs> you just hate this dude. I mean, I, I see. Well, I don't like him. But I, you have every reason to not like him, but. But this it's is, nothing that I said is not true. Like it's, it's, it's the worst. I've never team anybody seen so like upset about like a, 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 a something in sports that's so very. I mean, I know there's been 24, but it's still rare to see. I mean, like, it is. But like, like I said, nothing I said is not true. The age no, is right. not awful. It's a terrible setting to have a piece of baseball history because nobody's going to those games besides Yankees fans. And it was just like you know, it's just not a not a good dude doing it. But congrats to him. Felix, when was the Felix one? Was that just a couple 2012. years? 2012. So it's been so it's been 11 years since we've seen one. Yep. I'm trying to think. I guess that one. I guess Wells. And I want to. Did Cone throw one? Or did, yeah, he throw, I, oh, did you say Cone? I couldn't remember. <laughs> I didn't remember if he said his name or not. I couldn't remember. I also just said 2012 was the last one. I know. Well, <laughs> hey, 
You see, we already established not remembering things that we've talked about. Was, has Domingo Vaughn ever been suspended? <laughs> Let's take a break. When we come back. I wonder when the last perfect game was. <laughs> Let's take a break. When we come back, Thornton Stacks line, 502-414-1450. We'll also get into some UofL topics and some general college sports topics as well. It's Mike Rutherford Show here on 1450 and 96.1, The Big X. What's the frequency can at the show? Been Thursday edition of Mike Rutherford Show here on 1450 and 96.1, the Big X. Reminder, if you need your air conditioning fixed this summer, if you're having issues with the, the heat or the air or what, anything that's going on, AirServe of Louisville is your place. Give them a call today at 502-785-8600. They'll come out to your home. They'll fix your problem. They'll get you back up and running. No questions asked. Also, they if you're not in trouble yet, but you think maybe it's it's on the horizon, AirSurf can offer you a tune-up for just 49 bucks. Again, 502-785-8600, AirSurf of Louisville. All right, uh, we rambled there at the beginning, and that's, which is fine, as we as we tend to do. Wait, mm. is, is there a theme for the songs, by the way? No. Okay. I Randomness. Like, I figured that just came up from something that you had. No, I just, I, I, for some reason, I, I would wake up or in the, in the middle of the night or in the morning and have some of like, the most oddest songs in my head. It would no like rhyme or reason why they're in my head, but I woke up to pee at like six this morning, and I just found myself humming "What's the What's the Frequency, Kenneth?" by REM. I just see you doing like breakdown, like just like spinning. I, that's what I like, so, so I'm so at five a.m. <laughs> now this was more. I woke up at like at noon to use the bathroom again, and as I was sitting there and finishing up, I'm like shakedown, breakdown. <laughs> there you go. Three more, three more than three wiggles in. It's not all right. Oh, Shakedown, breakdown. I'm done peeing. <laughs> Take some text to wrap up hour number one here on the Thornton Sex Line five zero two four one four fourteen fifty. Texter says, "I'm listening to the when- Wednesday pod. Okay, I've got a rom com topic. Oh, okay. Trevor ghosted with Chris Evans and Anna De Armas is really good for about two thirds of it." That's not really a topic. That's just a recommendation for you. I was going <laughs> to What was it called? Uh, ghosted. I, I know, this I person know. also at 1018 last night just said in all caps, not Kevin Newman again. I'm telling you, every, oh, he's all, it's always Newman in that situation. That is a uh, brand new movie. This is 2023. Action romance. Oh, it's two hours. It's a little long for romance. But well, he says it's only good for two-thirds of it, so you can watch well, that the first makes, hour. That's, I was going to say, that makes sense. Five. By the way, who recommends a movie that you don't want them? You don't want think should should be finished. Yeah, that's kind of a weird one, a weird recommendation. But I will, uh, it'll go on the list. I think I still also have on the list for the textures listening. The movie uh, was it eighteen or thirteen or something? Um, the one that the the stand up comedian wrote, or the 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 guy from Grantland wrote. Well, it was uh, it was not thirteen. It was a number. Thirteen's a movie. 
by Nikki Reed. I remember that movie. It was maybe it was uh, 14. Primo is the is the one that uh, it was the one about Chase the adolescent did. thing. I, I I looked at I watched the trailer and it seemed it seemed okay. I still probably will give it a watch, but I just haven't done it yet. This one will I'll put on the list. Your list probably is at like fifteen. I think I looked at it yesterday. Is that it? I was like at eighteen a while back. Did you delete some? No, I, I think it was, I don't add everything. I only add the ones that I think you really should watch. What's and waiting I, was already on the list. Was it already on the list? Okay. Yeah, we'll get that. I, I just said added. Um, uh, oh, I added a Suicide Kings last night yesterday to it. Texas, happy birthday, Nick Senzel. It is Nick Senzel's birthday. Is it? Nope. Yeah. Happy birthday. What is he? Twenty five. It's probably a safe bet. Yeah, give or take. It's time to start hitting a little bit, buddy. That's <laughs> <laughs> going. What's, what's your birthday gift? Hit a curveball. Getting <laughs> traded for an arm. Actually, he's twenty eight. Is he up there? Yeah, I remember him being a young. Actually, I remember him being on the bats when eighth grade. Thank you, Texas. Sorry. Okay, John and I did a show from Slugger Field. It was like bats opening day. I remember watching him take BP. I'm like, because you know the, the game wasn't starting until seven oh five. I'm like, there's top Reds prospect Nick Senzel. And I remember it was the day that I like announced that we were gonna have our our first baby. I just remember like putting, like John put it out there and gave me a Durham Bulls jersey to celebrate. Like, thank you, John. I had, I got the pleasure with uh, Nick Coffee. It was a yeah. It was, it was when a big one. this first kid, we were actually at a, a, a remote at like a car place. Look at that. So yeah. Nick Senzel and I are forever linked. I love when I click on his, his uh, reference page. It just you know it says born as a date, and in parentheses says age twenty eight zero zero days, and in big bold letters says happy birthday <laughs> with an exclamation point. <laughs> Texas Mike, don't forget Votto and Steer both struck out before Newman came up. If they get a hit, no pressure on Newman. Oh yeah, it was not. He should not have been in that position. But whenever he is in that position, I just have no faith in him coming through. But Votto was the guy. I, I know it's easy to say when like. <laughs> I'm sitting at home. This dude's throwing 103, but like you know, you gotta put the ball in play there. Just get the bat on the ball. You just don't like Newman anyway. He's not my favorite. I don't blame you. He's just he's not clutch. Oh, he got he got he got traded. Uh, I traded him for a bullpen arm on my dynasty. Texas, are you on Spotify yet? Yes, go there now, listener. Sure. I'm, what do you think we're listening to? I'm listening on Spotify right now. Texas says, "Let's get Trevor's opinion on today's Supreme Court decision." Let's not. What happened to Supreme Court today? We, we're not going to talk about it. What they overrule? What they overrule? Texas Mike, do uh, do I recall you saying that you are an asthmatic? You do. Shouldn't you be wearing a mask with all this crap in the air? Probably. Oh, I don't know about. Is that the same thing as a CPAP? Well, no. I was just saying like a like a N95 mask, like when you're outside. I think it's recommended. Oh, oh, okay, gotcha. But I mean, I'm just I probably just not going. I'm just not going outside right now. I don't blame you. As little as possible. I'm, I I slept so hard and so deep last night finally getting to wear my mask again. Oh, I'm sure it felt good. Like it just I I, I did not want to get up to like it, when I when I had to wake up to come in here. I just, I wanted to go stay back asleep because it was and I didn't roll at all. I mean, it was it was a no no real dreams last night, just one of those just out cold as soon as I put the mask on, turn the light off and just hard dark deep sleep. I love jealous. It. I barely slept last night. I think wow, I'm still just all screwed up. I think like being outside so much on, I guess it was Tuesday night. I do think played a big part in me feeling so crappy yesterday and still feeling crappy. But I think some of it is still just like readjusting to being all over the place on vacation last week and then driving back through the night and just not, yeah, just not having an internal schedule at all. Texas Mike on the show yesterday, you admitted that you're the one sleeping with Trevor's mom and you've been texting the show to take the heat off of you. I don't think that happened. <laughs> Very underrated comedy, great white hype. Best scene in the whole movie is when when Jamie Foxx looks at Danny and goes, You can't talk about that. You ain't my daddy. 
Are, are you? <laughs> <laughs> Texas, I'm going to the Taylor Swift concert on Saturday with my wife. It's all she's talked about for the last five months. Swifties are crazy. Oh, I've heard. Mary's been talking about it ever since she got tickets. She's, it's all she's talked about. She's so excited. I just, yeah. I mean, I, I can't you, I can't judge because it's, I have my own Taylor Swift that isn't Taylor Swift, I guess. But sure. It's just, yeah, it does. Uh, I mean, she's just like the closest thing that we have to like 80s Michael Jackson. Oh, yeah. I mean, she's, she's the biggest thing going right now for sure. It's not, I don't think it's really particularly close. Uh, Texas says, Trevor, you can watch TNT through the Spectrum TV app on your phone. I, I, I'm aware of that. I, I appreciate it, Texas. You missed the part where I said, unfortunately, though, when I go to sign in, because you have to, uh, you, it gives you like 10 minute preview. Which isn't, I mean, which got me basically to John Moxley's entrance, <laughs> but and it, you have to sign in, and when I sign in and I pick, you know, my TV provider, the screen just goes completely white and it won't let me do anything. And I've left it on there for half an hour or so, and it just be completely. I Google searched it and saw Reddit people with all the way back to like nineteen saying they still have this problem. That sucks. I know, so I don't. Yeah, I I appreciate Texer, but it just I can't get. I tried deleting the app, reapplying it, signing out of other apps. I mean, I I don't even know what to do. Texas, is there a better chance of the YouTube cameras going live before Mike attends a Big X golf scramble? I'm attending the Big X Ooh, golf scramble. Well, that you still you do have you do have a month or so. It's on September first, so well, the YouTube cameras are coming in next week. So <laughs> right when we get back to the new studio, should we take the cameras to the to the scramble? I, we, I think they're going to be they're going to be like welded to the the room in there. I think. I mean, what room are we going to put them in? Here or in the other room? We're not even, we're, for all we know, the cameras have been up for like three weeks. All you need to worry about is they're coming next week. That's all that matters. So what, studio, what studio will we be at? Who knows? <laughs> Who cares? They're both, maybe. Texas, the first season of The Bear is good. The second season is great. <sighs> Texas says, I guarantee that Trevor will like season two of The Bear better. I mean, season two is I, going in a new direction. I mean, I can see what it ends, the way it ends in season one, but... I'll watch it, I, and I will. I mean, yeah, I'll, I'll probably end up starting watching it tonight. Texas, I think if any woman birthed Trevor, they would rightfully get their tubes tied. I was 7 pounds, 14 ounces. Texas, are you all ketchup snobs? Meaning, are you brand specific, or does it all taste about the same to you? I am not a ketchup snob. Am I. I don't. I don't use ketchup very much on anything, but I could care less where, yeah, the, 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 the brand. If you put 10 ketchups in front of me, I wouldn't be able to tell the difference, I don't think. I do hate watery ketchup, though. Well, yeah, that's just like a texture. Thing. I didn't, well, I didn't know if that was like certain, I didn't know if a certain brand, like that was kind of their. No, if we're, if we're saying like solid globs. Is that the, the, the preferred ketchup term? I don't know if that's the preferred nomenclature. Solid globs of ketchup for all, like any type of brand. I feel like it would all taste the same to me. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it's just like the nostalgic in it, but the the, 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 the the pump into the little white cup of ketchup, you get it like Arby's okay. or McDonald's when you, if you're eating in. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> what the pump into the white cup <laughs> they talking about ketchup or the fertility doctor <laughs> i have heard that you finish after two pumps <laughs> well sometimes three <laughs> it's baseball season uh does, some, for some reason that does have a different taste to it maybe it's just the nostalgia of being a kid at mcdonald's you know in, in eating in the restaurant but those, those stick out for some reason to me you know what i'm talking about yeah no no for, uh, okay for sure. I don't know if I was just like just literally. I'm still, I'm, I'm still pumping away at baseball games, <laughs> right out there in public, not caring who's watching. I rent. I'll be done quickly. 
Texture says, uh, also, TK, every time you say Ellie De La Cruz's name, I cringe and want to reach through the phone oh, and hit you. What? You don't like the Ellie De La Cruz. Ellie De La Cruz. You, know, you don't like the boom, uh, Ali Boombaya version? I don't like that. I happened to stumble upon this this Orioles fan. It was one of those where like, I don't even know how like, I saw this tweet. I think I was like trying to find the score as I was putting John to sleep and looking at my phone and like, scrolling through like the Twitter. You, know, you click on like an event as it happens, and it'll show you like that score and tweets that are pertaining to the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You talking about Twitter? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And there was this, this uh, Orioles fan who was like one of those guys who just tweet. I don't know. He has like two followers, but he tweets a million times, like basically tweeting play-by-play. And he had changed his name to Reds fans are soft uh, P-words. And he kept calling him Ellie De La Mid throughout the entire game. He's like, Ellie De La Mid, another strikeout. And like, I just... Doesn't ring up, doesn't, yeah. I just kept following this guy's tweets as the game went on because I was like, I want you to burn in hell. I was like, when we won the game, I was like, I am dying for you to just cry right now. Put yourself on a live camera so I can watch you and drink your tears. <laughs> he randomly starts stalking some... It was probably like a 13-year-old kid. I was like, I was like, I hate you so much. I think I... <laughs> It told you the story of why I stopped playing, like using the game, the headsets when I play online games. Oh, I couldn't handle it. I, I thirteen year old kids are the meanest people in the world. I was playing Grand. This is, I mean, it's probably been ten years now. I was playing Grand Theft Auto Online, and I I never really did it as much because I enjoyed it. But I'm not that. I'm I'm at the level of like of playing ability where like people are just killing me for fun, and I can't do anything about it because I'm not that good. And some some little sob was like stalking me on this game. It was getting on my last nerve, and like if you go into like one of your safe houses, like where you say you can save stuff, they can't like touch you in there. So I'm like in this like I had this high rise apartment because I'm not you know I, I am what I am. I'm, I'm I, I roll like that through Vice City, and this person's like I can hear him out there like bombing the building, and you you can send texts to the phone. This from, kid like, was desperate to touch you. Yeah, he was getting on my, and so I finally I'm, I had I, a lot of times I'll mute the headset because I don't want to listen to these, these the people like listen to their the music they're listening to and then talking to everybody and I'm like so he's like sending these messages on the phone to my character and I'm I just start like, cussing him out I'm like listen you little yeah I mean I just go off and I finally put the headset on I mean it's like a eight year old kid in Atlanta and I just does that point I just, like took the hell like I'm done. I literally just emasculated and ripped into some eight-year-old kid out of context. It sounds really bad. And mm. I, I was like, I, I'm, I'm not going to do the headset. I, th- that's the level I'm at now. I'm this, even I'm ashamed of this. We got to learn at some point. He's actually a friend of my, on my, uh, he actually friended me on, on P- PS, my PS account too, by the way. Please just stop telling the story. <laughs> <laughs> no part of this is making you look better. Every detail is somehow becoming more concerning than the last. I'm ready for the door. I was happy. Peace. I, I, I felt better about the story when you were just cussing out the eight-year-old. You revealing that you all became friends after this is far more concerning to me. We're bed pals now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, been to my house to play. Uh, yeah, what do you think? I'm, I think I got to be out in a few weeks. I'm going. I'm going to Randy's twelve-year-old birthday party. You have to play a ukulele <laughs> apology coming up soon. He's a teenager by now. Let's take a break. Four o'clock hours on the way. Next, we got. Good lord, what a terrible way to go out. <laughs> We've got uh, some college sports updates. The NCAA is trying to flex its muscles. Nobody is scared at all. Also, the Saudis will they get into college sports? We'll discuss that. And take some more text from you guys at 502-414-1450. It's the Mike Rutherford Show. Hour number two is next here on 1450, The Big X. Shake down, break down, take down, everybody wants to do the crowd tonight. Break down, take down, the bus stand. Let down your guard, honey, just about the time to think 
Kevin Newman's come out of this song. <laughs> I guess he was being a Newman walk-up song. Uh, you you mentioned the yesterday, and I Bob was like a band I like I knew the name of. I couldn't name I couldn't have named you a song. And then when you brought the song up, I was like, okay, I've heard that song. But to this day, I, since last night, it's been driving me insane where I've heard it from. Because it can't be radio, because I've never been like, I'm not like I'm listening to FM, like modern radio anyway. It may have been a Madden song. I know, I think it was on an NHL game at some point, too. And so I like, I did the Google where I'm like, you know, the, you know, the song, like what movie soundtracks it's on or okay. TV. Because usually it's that's where I've heard something from. And the only movie it would come up that it says it's on the soundtrack of, and <laughs> judge me if you like, if, you know, at the last segment, you probably are anyway. Um, I actually did see this movie in theaters. It was it was on the soundtrack of the remake of The Fog from 05. I liked that movie. I, I mean, it was okay. I, I went on a date to that movie. but Great ending. If I remember right, okay, I guess. But, like, I mean, horrible, but great. Okay. <laughs> now I want to go see it. Uh, the But I, don't, I can't imagine, like, I've seen that movie one time, and it was on that day. Like, I don't. I can't imagine this movie. That's that's the song in somewhere in the soundtrack of that movie, like embedding itself into me that way. I mean, that song was out for. It was pretty popular when it was out. You may have just like subconsciously have heard it at some point. Maybe heard it like on a sporting event or something yeah, during a, like a broadcast. I feel like it's pretty. It's because it's a catchy song. It is, it and is. it's one of those songs. Like it seems like it feels like a song I would have heard on like a a Fairly Brothers soundtrack in like 1999. Like it's like it should have like it should be like a Me Myself and Irene soundtrack or something. It has that kind of sound to it. Too. Maybe I mean it was it was 2000s. So but, uh, I guess also Bob Boy and like was it Death Cab for Cutie or Five Finger Discount or something. Those may like I remember when I first started hearing about that. It was this younger girl that worked at Pizza Box with me, and she always described them as emo bands. And just that description alone made me not want to listen to them. Yeah, I mean, I feel like Fall Out Boy and Death Cab were very different. But well, I don't know. I don't know anything about it, so I'm, I could be wrong. I just remember describing them that way. Yeah, I mean, there was some song. I mean, Death Cab was very kind of like indie. I think that would be more emo. Fall Out Boy had more songs that were like that, that were kind of poppy and more on the radio. Yeah, at least they looks like somebody I'd want to like punch. He looks kind of like a, like a geek in this video. I kind of want to hit him. Now, I kind of like the guy that wants to hit me for L.A. Day, like, L.A. Day, like Cruz. I want to punch this dude. <laughs> I don't know why. I guess I just want to meet him at an airport and be like, you're the lead singer for Fog Boy. Hey, you want an autograph? And just hit him. Just punch him right in the nose. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> I have issues. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I might need help. <laughs> it sounds like it. Let's talk uh, about the... <laughs> I don't think. Hey, yeah, transition to that. Dude. I don't know. Segway, buddy. Let's see a professional do it. Well, this is <laughs> turn the channel to somewhere else. <laughs> uh, let's talk, let's make fun of the NCA real quick. Okay. Uh, the the NCA has done this thing where speaking of someone you want to punch in the face, I would punch every NCA. There you go. That's face. a segue. No question about it. Uh, the the NCAA is trying to strongly clarify its NIL policy. They're, they're trying to you know the 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 chickens are out of the hen house. They're, they're running around aimlessly. They're trying now to get everything back in the barn. They're trying to figure out how they can police this sort of thing. And they're saying they have a memo that was obtained by Ross Dellinger from, from Sports Illustrated. And in the memo, they say, hey, everybody, all you schools out there, you got to follow our rules, even if they conflict with state laws. There we go. My, bad. my mic was turned down, button. too. Yeah. If you, like, like, if you have a foundation – 
that is doing NIL stuff, that's offering donor incentives for NIL giving, you need to shut that bleep down or we're going to come after you. They're saying, I, I don't care what your state laws say. You face punishments from us if we catch you going against our bylaws. To which I think every school has said, <laughs> please let us take your asses to court and whoop you there for the 7,000th time. That's the problem. They, they should be able to, to do that. But they, no one take you're right. No one takes them seriously, and they have no room to stand on. I mean, all the NCAA has ever done, and we've discussed this ad nauseum on, on this show and every show I've ever done. People get so confused about NCAA rule breaking and discuss it as if it's breaking actual laws. Yeah, I don't think that the general public realizes, and it, that's what the NCAA has gone for because all the NCAA has ever done in its existence, they do two things: they put on two basketball tournaments, one that makes them a billion dollars. And they act like they create laws. They don't. We learned that in, in the Katina Powell stuff. We, we, yeah, I mean, we they, got they, drilled. They, they make up their own rules as they go along and don't even abide by their own law, their own bylaws. And you still hear from rival fans like, well, you guys were breaking the law. No, we weren't. No. Consensual adults doing stuff is not, is, is yeah. not breaking the law. I mean, if you want to get into it and say, well, there's, there's prostitution going on. I mean, we barely broke NCAA laws. I mean. We didn't break NCAA law. I mean, we well, we by giving some recruits dollars to, to make it rain. We, I mean, but again, very small amount. Yeah, I mean, the NCAA basically. You've said it many a times, and I've said it before. If we, this happened to us before Twitter, we probably wouldn't have got ninety percent of what we got punished. They for. said, "Ooh, you're really gross." Yeah, we and, have to, we have to punish you because of that. Like it's again, if we had been busted in, in 1998 for this, we. I mean, Colorado did 10 times what we did 10 years earlier with strippers and hookers and everything, and they didn't. All they got was a year of probation. But this whole thing, like, like it's not going to change anything. They, they see now all these state laws that are permitting NCAA rule-breaking. They're trying to issue this strong language. They're trying to say, watch out. You better watch out. The reality is, I mean, it, they could impact the team season. Let's say that they go after Texas and say, they would never go after Texas. Let's say they go after Texas A&M, and they say your collective is against, is in violation of NCAA rules. We don't care what your state laws are. You are banned from the postseason. This like, like technically, I guess they could get away with that for the year because they wouldn't have enough time for A&M to take it to, through the court system. But if it goes to the court system, they're going to lose, and they're going to lose handily. You've got no ground to stand on if you're the NCAA because guess what? State laws supersede whatever fake laws that you're putting out there. If you're yeah, sitting. But- I'm sorry. No, I was just saying the NCAA. And I know this is your law, law wheelhouse, but like but, <laughs> one year, be <laughs> my zone. And so my hire you still, but I see minus in contract. But you can't take the NCAA to court to get into the tournament, can you? You could take them to court. So let's say that that let's say they kept Texas A&M out of the NCAA tournament. Okay. And Texas A&M clearly would have been in, in the NCAA tournament had this ruling not gone down. Okay. You could very easily take them to court for lost wages. And win. Okay, but I lost. But you can't. But you can't like take him to court. Like put you into the turn. Like before the tournament. Well, you could. But I'm saying that the the, the judicial system probably wouldn't move quick enough for that to happen. Exactly. And lost wages. No one cares about. But if they did, they would win. Like because again, yeah, they, and they'd get money out of it. Yeah. It'd be like if we created our own big X set of bylaws, and I said, Trevor, <laughs> you know, smoking weed is completely legal here at Big X Nation. Do it all you want. Where's my bag? And then you, you got arrested, and you'd be like, well, Mike created a big X law that said I, I could do this. 
you're not going to win that case in court. Like, it's not going to, the actual law of this country, the actual law of the states that make up this country are going to supersede whatever fake BS rules that the NCAA is creating. So the, the fact that they're coming out and being like, you better not, you better not, it, it, it does nothing. It is all just I mean, fake posturing to try and, and, and it put forth this just facade of having some control of what's happening right now when they've got none. I mean, if they can postseason ban, and I, I get what you're saying, they, you can go to court and get the money back, but that's not the same of actually being in the tournament and, and having the opportunity to win it if you were good enough to. It's not, but also, I mean, that's like taking, how many more times can the NCAA have its ass handed to it in court? Like, how many times are they willing to go to court? And then, because, you know, if you, if A&M, in this hypothetical, got kept out of the NCAA tournament and they said, we have a good team, we could have made this amount of money, you're going to get that. You're also going to get punitive damages on top of that. They're going to have to pay for your court's fees. Like, the NCAA is going to be hemorrhaging money if all of these schools that they try to, to punish for adhering by their own state laws take them to court. They're going to lose every time. I mean, it depends on, well, I mean, they would. How many times will they have to, you have to deal with it is another question. I mean. Probably would, a lot right now. I mean, they banning, I mean, you can. What about scholarship? I mean, I mean, are you going to take somebody to court if they say you're, you're we're going to diminish your scholarships or we're going to keep you off television? Can they can they tell somebody that they can't be on TV? I mean, I guess they could if they're the ones dealing with with ESPN or ABC and ESPN says no, we're we're not going to buy by you and we're not going to resign with you, kind of thing. Maybe yeah. here's the, the the actual language. This is from their internal memo. So they they did this whole thing where they sent this to schools and they they had. Proposed questions, and then they gave the NCA's answer. So question number six in this memo was, some current and proposed state laws appear to now prohibit the NCA from enforcing its rules. What is the NCA's position on its approach when an institution is in, is in one of those states and violates NCA legislation? They said, here's our answer. NCA rules are adopted by member schools. It is not fair to those schools who follow the rules to not enforce the rules against those who choose not to do so. Schools who do not like the application of a particular rule should work through the NCA governance process to change the rule. Well, there's a Unless right there. and until the membership changes a particular rule, all schools, as part of a voluntary membership, are required to comply. So basically they're like, <laughs> you know, these are your rules. We just enforce them. If you don't like it, you guys change the rules. And, oh, by the way, this is a voluntary deal. So if you don't like it, you can leave. It's Good like, luck with that. Nobody wants to take any sort of agency. No, nobody wants to take the reins here and figure out what the hell to do. The but, schools don't want to do it. The, schools, the NCAA exists. People always talk about, well, I can't wait till the, the schools leave the NCAA. I can't wait till the schools leave the NCAA. The schools ain't leaving the NCAA because the NCAA is a shield for them. The NCA is, you know, all these lawsuits that we're talking about, if the NCA just goes away, the lawsuits all of a sudden fall on the conferences and the member institutions. They don't yeah, fall on the NCA anymore. Yeah. That's why the NCA exists. And so the NCA is turning around and being like, well, you guys technically are us. So if you don't like it, you can change the rules yourself. Nobody is doing anything. Nobody wants to take the reins on this at all. Is this the definition of the Spider-Man's pointing at each other? Pretty much. Okay, because I always I always get confused if that's the right the, the right the right. Uh, we don't like your rules. Well, they're purpose. your rules actually, so you change them. <laughs> well, we're not gonna do that. Well, can I, we get can we get somebody like as a president of the NCAA to like get this straightened up? Because it shouldn't be this hard, right? I mean, it wouldn't have been if they had seen this coming, which everybody else in the world did. They did. And they they, and they did instead, nothing. instead of adapting and trying to embrace it by coming up with possible rules when it did happen. They fought tooth and nail until they had and, no, they, and they're still fighting it, yeah. And then we're seeing, you know, the chaos it is, the transfer portal and now and everything. But, I mean, yeah, that's 
Because listen, it's simply I kind of and, and I, I'm sometimes on the side. I was with them. I'm, I'm not a big fan of the Neil stuff either. But I mean, there was not. You weren't going to. I mean, it was inevitable. It was going to happen. You know, you might as well just accept it, move on. And I have. Everyone and, knew it besides them. Yeah, and you know, while I was with them, where I didn't want it, I knew you know, I just got to get over it, move on, accept it, and then it's okay. And now you just live life that way. But yeah, they still haven't accepted it, and that's, yeah, I don't. Uh, I mean, you've got to be able to have. I mean, no one respects them, though. I mean, no one respects Why the NCAA. No, no one, no one thinks, no, no, no one gets some credit. They're like, they're like squeaks from baseball. It's like you know, no, no one even cares that they're there. The only school that they've genuinely hurt in the last like five years has been us. Yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> and you know why? Because we respected them for a little bit of time. And we shouldn't have. We should have not worked with them. We should have fought tooth and nail. We should have not been forthcoming. Oh, yeah. Everyone needs to be North Carolina or Miami at this point. I mean, we are a case study in why the NCAA has fallen from grace and, and why they've fallen from power. Because we did what they were supposed to do, and we got reamed for it. We, we, we went about it as if it was the 90s and it was 2014. Yeah. I mean, we do Again, if we hadn't done what we were supposed to do, what they wanted us to do, we'd probably keep the banner. But we didn't. Now, the other big story in the world of college athletics is this this Saudi public investment fund, the PIF, which has now essentially taken over golf. Everything's three-letter abbreviations now. The PIF. The PIF. They're taking over WWE. They're getting Formula One events. They paid billions for WWE, too. Well, they've got, I mean, yeah, they've got Cristiano Ronaldo. That's B with a B. Yeah, they got they pay, they pay, they're paying Cristiano Ronaldo two hundred twenty million dollars a season to come play for one of their teams. Um, that you know they're they're getting all these soccer stars, they're getting all these golf stars, and now the question is, what do they do next? They they clearly are they are solidly into the world of sports, despite being from a country that has never produced a gold medal winner in any Olympics and really produces just has it really never? No, they, they it, it's not an athletic country. I mean, I, I thought they, they got a lot of oil. Yeah, they yeah. got a lot of money. They got a lot of power. They do. And so now one of the ways to try to improve the image of their country and become more of a player on the global stage is through sports. They're doing it. Opposed to just being better people. But I mean, yeah, I mean, that's yeah, that's <laughs> the coward's way. Cheaper to buy something, right? Very clearly. It's like when Homer was overweight and Mr. Burns like, screw it, I'll just pay for the liposuction. <laughs> so the question now becomes, where do they go next? A lot of people think it's going to be in some major American sport, and a lot of people now are guessing that it's going to be in college football because the NFL is the only major sports organization besides probably the Premier League that's too big to just for the Saudis to get any sort of footing inside. The NBA could, uh, but college sports seem to be another route where they could go because it is a win-at-all-cost type deal. People are, are clearly taking advantage of the... The new rules, as we just talked about, look at what LSU is doing. Look at what some of these other collectives are doing. And one athletic director told, um, I'm trying to think of the writer here, uh, David Ubin from the Athletic, Ubin from the Athletic. He'd say, I close. I'd say that close to fifty percent of schools and athletic department leaders would navigate their way to yes when it came to dealing with the Saudis. If you'd asked me before the Live PGA Tour deal came together, I would have said less than ten percent because even the most aggressive and thoughtful athletic directors. Uh, everyone is afraid to go first when it comes to the PIF and their involvement in American sports, and the PGA now has gone first. Um, I don't. I'm just. I'm kind of confused. We're going to explain this to me like a surplus, I guess, as a five year old. But how how are they going? Are they just like going to buy Louisiana State University? They would just fund their collectives, and then they would have a significant amount of like. What are they getting in return? Whole, you know. 
you'd have advertisements all you know maybe it becomes like the the you know, the what Arab Emirates stadium you know, you'd have there all their ads you, maybe you try to play a game in, in Saudi Arabia at the beginning of the season well, that's going to make the cheerleaders look bad well it's going to make <laughs> a lot of people look bad um but based on all of these based on the, so this guy asked all these ADs this athletic rider and pretty much all of them were like we definitely would make a lot of money. We could. My guess is we would figure out a way to make this work. So they would come in and just basically buy you all the athletes for the nil, and then also like just be like, I mean, honestly, anything different than any other sponsor right now in America? No, but other just, than that we just don't like their ethics. We don't like their ethics, and we don't really. I mean, I, if you want to say Saudi Arabia having more of a hand in what goes on in global issues is not a good thing, which I would hope that most people would, would agree on, mm. then you'd want to avoid this. I mean, again, these are the people that were mostly responsible for 9-11. They're, they're, this is, is the group that was responsible for the dismemberment of a Washington Post journalist recently. Yeah. Like, they have, you know... I know the track record. I'm, yeah, I'm aware of it. Their, yeah, their human rights uh, it's, it's, violations are, are plenty. It sounds like they're a perfect match for the NCAA a little bit, but I mean... Yeah, I mean, <laughs> as much as we hate the NCAA, I think you know, they haven't been involved in... <laughs> in terrorist activities that we know of outside of taking our banner away. Um, That's pretty terroristic. It was, but I mean, so here you go. Here comes, this becomes the question. Would Trevor Kelsey as U of LAD accept Saudi money? If it meant it gave us more of a competitive advantage. I mean, when's KP getting this year? (laughs) KP's winning four games this year. We need that money. I'm not saying I'm not going to take it. I'm just saying I might pick up the phone. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. <sighs> hey, I, I, you give me three years of like five win seasons. I'll, I'll, let's see how let's see how ethical some Louisville fans are when it comes to, it comes to this. How far would we have to go for everybody to be okay with accepting Saudi money? No, I, I would hope. We'd I would. Be it's a long ne- way. You're never okay. It's just a matter of looking the other way. And just ignoring it, the playing the ostrich syndrome, you know, the head, head in the sand. Yeah, I mean, I mean, come on, cause, I mean, I, I'm not, I, I don't, you know, I'm not literally, I'm literally not calling anybody out specifically. I'm, this is like no undertone to, but for all we know, I mean, who, who's to say that how ethical some of the corporations that we are taking money from are really? Right. I mean, that's the way that we to, know. About, that's I mean, a way to justify it, but like we know beyond a shadow of a doubt the deal with the PIF. Well, true. I mean, yeah. Because we don't know. I mean, there's no records. There's no proof of who does the nil right now. Right. So we can play dumb. Yeah. Right? But again, this is different than that. This is we, we know exactly who we'd be getting into bed with. So we just continue to put our head deeper in the sand. Well, I, there's no putting your head in the sand for this. It, unless you're just like, I don't know. Unless you do the Phil Mickelson thing where it's like everybody makes mistakes. Some people, <laughs> some people, you know, have suicide missions into to buildings or you know kill journalists that they don't like, and you know you, you learn from that and you get better. Unless you do that, then I think you're just kind of being like, "Hey, we're bad people. Give us your money." That's been 22 years since 9/11, though. How long did we? How long did before we started accepting Germany back? I think we already have. Well, now that well, wow, we know we are now, but well, now I mean, they're bulking up their military again. I mean, I just say. How long? How long was it? I mean, you see, we were in in forty five. Well, how long it took us before we were like moved on and like accepting of Germany to a degree? Well, we started taking their best minds pretty much immediately. We're like, hey, well, I mean, come yeah, work it's... for us. Uh, but it was, I mean, you know, we put 
regulations on them and and you know i mean the wall didn't come out until down to 89 right basically disbanded their entire i mean they haven't had a military the military's been a joke until like now they're bulking up because of what's going on in russia ukraine for the first time since basically since world war ii so um anyway (laughs) okay well that's that's longer than 20 years is i guess my is what you're telling me and that's fine i'm just I'm not saying you should be. Forgiving. Are you asking me how long it's going to take to forgive the? Saudis I'm not forgiving. For I'm just. I, I don't know. Just a generation that just kind of just. <laughs> what <a> question? <laughs> Probably a lot longer. Damn it! I can't take many four win seasons. <laughs> I can forgive, but I won't forget. You guys better be on your best behavior. No, I'm. I'm not forgiving. I'm not forgiving the Saudis not or forgiving. anybody else who was involved in 9/11. Nor am I. I'm just. I mean. Just... But but maybe who say that they were involved? Maybe you know, and we need a new we need a new point guard. Okay. Anyways, <laughs> this is a, a weird thing. Would you quit being a Liverpool fan if they did take it? That's a fair question. Um, wow, I actually got one in there. Uh, I mean, I'd be it'd be bad. I, I guess not. I'm gonna say you. I'm gonna say no because you would still be a Liverpool fan. Be otherwise, you would, I think you'd have answered that immediately if, yeah, if you were. It'd be tough. I mean, it, it like that would be you know there's. There's grappling with Bruce Pearl potentially being your head coach, and there's accepting Saudi money. To <laughs> it's, really, it's a giant leap from A to B there. A little that, bit, the, I mean. the latter would be a little bit tougher for me than even Bruce Pearl. Uh, but I, I, I mean, yeah, I'd be, I, I don't think I could give it up. I really don't. And that's, I guess that says more about me than it does anything else. But um, I, ideally, I would enjoy avoiding taking Saudi money. But. Anyways, it, it's, it sounds like it's coming. And we know, look, I mean, the schools in the South are going to line up. Like, they're not going to have a problem with it. <laughs> the SEC is absolutely What are you going. saying about the South there, Mike? <laughs> I'm saying the SEC it didn't care. They don't care where the money's coming from. Okay. They're going to line up and take it. Those criminals down there in the South don't do anything. <laughs> I, 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 the SEC, yeah. I, I, I don't feel like that's I a bold statement. I think today statement. might be the day we get canceled. I think if you, the— This might be our last show. I mean, we didn't create the you ain't, if you ain't cheating, you ain't trying mentality. That's a, a direct quote from people who work in the SEC. And look, they I mean, they've been the ones who have hopped on the NIL train and the collective train the, the fastest early on. See, I don't see it being the SEC being the first to like link with, with this situation. I look at it being the conference that's hanging on to that last straw to stay alive, Big 12-like. No, it's the SEC. Big 12 would take it, too. You don't think Texas and Oklahoma be? Well, they're, they're, those are SEC schools now. That's true. By definition, they're all SEC. I thought Nick Coffey did. I meant the states, but not the universities, but okay. Coffey did a good job because there's all this talk. I mean, even in this NIL era, the Pac-12 and the ACC have the lowest, you know, they're producing the lowest amount of revenue. They've got the worst TV deals. They still they produce do. the most national championships this year, it, but yeah. just not in the major sports. But if you look at the major sports, Power 5 national titles since 2000 in the four big sports, which are football, men's and women's basketball, and baseball, okay. which conference do you think has produced the most over the last 23 years, this century? Uh, since 2000 in those sports, I mean, the SEC probably, right? The I SEC because of football alone. I and mean, it's not close. They've yeah. won 32 national championships. That's twice as many as the next uh, conference on the list, which is the ACC, which has won 14. Now, women's basketball is the only one the SEC, I guess, hasn't. Well, delicious. LSU, LSU just yeah. Won, yeah. I was like, before that, South though, Carolina won the year before. That's right. Crap. Yeah. Short-term memory. Uh, and I think Tennessee, do they have one in the 2000s? I think you're right now I say that. I think their last run was like 04, I think, with like, when that Hold Sklar or something, or one Sounds of them. Right. Yeah. They had one, like, yeah, because HBO did a thing on them. It was like her last, like, undefeated run, uh, her being Pat Summit. So the SEC has won 32 right. national so, titles in the big sports yeah. since 2000. ACC has won 14. 
the Big 12 has won 11, the Pac-12 has won 8, and then the Shocker, the Big 10 has won three national titles in those sports. Is the Shocker the fact that there is actually three? I mean, three. Does that really shock you, though? Because we know they haven't won anything in basketball. It's not a baseball conference. It's not a baseball conference. I mean, so women, are all three of them in women, uh, well, Ohio State 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 won football in 01. I think that, and and 2014, and I think their three national titles since then are the the only national titles that they have. I mean, who's good in women's? I mean, Ohio State, I know, has had some good runs, including this year in women's basketball. Well, Iowa right now. Yeah, but I know for a fact – from this year, Ohio State hasn't been. This is their first Final Four since '94 when they went there with Katie Smith. So I mean, Michigan. Well, I guess 2000 would that would include since so since 2000 that would include Michigan State's. Okay, yeah, yeah. So that's the third one. Ohio State two football titles. Michigan State one men's national. Those are the only three national championships that they've won in the last 23 years in the big sports that matter. And yet the Big Ten is like they're number two in the pecking order. Like it's the it's SEC insane. and the Big Ten moving forward. That's how much money. I mean, that's but they dominate like wrestling, right? Well, again, yeah, but we're talking about the big four. I know. I'm just saying. I'm just thinking. It's, but they do dominate all like the other sports. I would think in some way or another. Not as much as the ACC and the Pac-12 and the SEC. Like they're still yeah. like. I mean, four, when Oklahoma's three. dominating women's softball. Oklahoma's dominating softball. Uh, the Pac-12 dominates all the water sports, the swimming and diving, all that, that stuff. Me at all, yeah. um, I mean, the ACC is the field hockey and lacrosse king. Like it's just in the I SEC. Think big Ten does decent field hockey, doesn't it? Does it not? Or? Michigan's good. But okay. North Carolina is like the premier program in field. I think they've won like four of the last five national titles. I mean, wrestling, I guess, is the the one big Big Ten thing then, right? I mean, you I Minnesota. Would, I would say so. I mean, Iowa. Iowa. We know that from A.C. Slater. Yeah. yeah. Not to mention, I mean, when you turn on, if you ever, well, maybe you not as much as me, but like the Big Ten network is like right at the beginning of the, like the, uh, the sports channels on my HD guide. And they're constantly, if they're not showing like a replay game, which sometimes I'll watch those, uh, they're usually almost always showing like, Collegiate wrestling on there or volleyball. The last the the last non Big Ten national champion in wrestling was in two thousand six. I mean, that's insane. Well, the dude from Minnesota just won like five in a row. So Penn, Gabe something or whatever team championships. Penn State has won. Oh yeah, Penn State Minnesota. Penn State's won seven of the last eight team national championships. Team okay. Yeah. Iowa won in twenty twenty one. That the only that's the only one that hasn't. Then it's so so the last just read the national championships for since twenty twenty three. Penn State, Penn State, Iowa, Penn State, Penn State, Penn State, Penn State, Ohio State, Penn State, Penn State, Penn State, Penn State. Wow. Then Iowa, 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 then Minnesota. Not but, only that. Who's so, the last non Big Ten school? Oklahoma State, which yeah. won four straight from two thousand three to two thousand six. And Oklahoma State has been the runner-up in 2016, 2013. Besides Oklahoma State's two runner-up finishes and two runner-up finishes from Cornell, the champion and the runner-up have both been from the Big Ten every year since 2006. That's team, right? Yeah, okay. just, and just team. Because they've had, I know, I know Jake Hager, who's a WB wrestler. He he won it like back-to-back years at Oklahoma. I want to say in the early 2000s. Where did uh, uh Kurt? What's his name? Kurt Angle. Kurt Angle. Where did he wrestle in college, I, or was he just an Olympian? I think he was an Olympian only. So there you go. We've established that the Big Ten dominates wrestling. In I mean, case you were wondering, I was right about that one at least. You nailed it. I mean, I was not. I owe Zach ten bucks. <laughs> R.I.P. to that guy. It's time. I'm surprised I didn't hear Minnesota's name in there. Minnesota's as is, is a, is a rich tradition of because I know individually, like I said, the one guy who broke uh, like Hager's records, um, and he broke some other record. Uh, uh, what's the guy he used to break? They've been runner up four times since 2000. Yeah, the Gabe something. He's in WB now. He won like three. I think he went undefeated three years in a row as an individual. What was it? Somebody just said Kurt Angle went to Ohio State. By the way, I don't know if that's true or not. I believe it. I believe Big it. Big Ten. 
the British champion. I thought he was from Pennsylvania. I know he's from Pennsylvania. He's Pennsylvania's from Pittsburgh. big wrestling. Yeah, he went to Pittsburgh. Well, that was where the that, the, the Fox that thing documentary. Was. Yeah, yeah, I watched that. That was great. Yeah. Well, again, horrible but great. <laughs> Let's take a break. When we come back, Thorn Sex Lines five zero two four one four fourteen fifty. Where do you stand on this? I'm sure we'll get all sorts of politically incorrect takes on the, the Saudis. But I'm it, curious of whether like the, the, if, it's it, worth talking about. Would you stay a fan of your team if, if they took money? I but, think it's a worthy discussion. Yeah, we'll get into it after the break. Hear from you guys. I'm sure we'll get into nonsense as well. It's the Mike Rutherford Show here on 1450 and 96.1, The Big X. Back in Thursday edition of the Mike Rutherford Show here on 1450 and 96 on the Big X. I just saw it. I got lost in a thread during the break. People were talking about the the best tweet you've ever seen from an athlete. Does any ever come? Does one immediately come to your mind, TK? Mm, um, I might know what you might bring up, but none pop in my head immediately. No. I had two that came up. The one is the Terry Rozier where he's talking about like Let's see him. Osama bin Laden's tall as hell. He should have hooped instead of being a terrorist. Like that was. <laughs> A classic. Did, and he, then, did he get bashed for that, by the way? No, because he made it when he was like, I think it was like before he even got to Louisville. Okay. He was like, he's kind of so funny, young. Actually. The other day, like he, he was like, happy 10 year anniversary to this tweet or something. Like he, he made, no, he's like, I don't even remember saying this, but a lot of people bring it up. So there you go. The other one, everyone talks about the Cardell Jones tweet from Ohio State where he's like, we didn't come here to play school. We came here to play football. That one rings a bell. Yeah. I like the one where he said, Cardell Jones was a, I mean, he was a content machine in college, yeah. but he said, Man, I wish everyone would stop saying that I beat a kid in the hospital 91 to 35. It was 98 to 35. I had 91 with 126 left in the fourth. That's pretty funny, actually. It was hilarious. <laughs> Is it like the Dave Chappelle skit where he goes to the, the Make a Wish kid? That's what it was, yeah. He's, <laughs> and the kid, the kid apparently loved it. Like, he loved it. Yeah. <laughs> That's a great skit. Cardinal Jones, I mean, he was, he was hilarious. But those were two that stood out to me. Uh, five I thought that show didn't get more sitcom votes yesterday when we talked about that. What? Spell show. Yeah. I mean, it was only four or five seasons, but man, it was just good from start to finish. That was fantastic. Definitely, that's, I guess that's not a sitcom, though. It's a sketch show. So. 502 414 is the Thornton sex line. We'll, uh, we'll take some text from you guys. Texture says, uh, Eighth Grade is the Bo Burnham movie that Trevor's thinking of. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, Eighth Grade, yeah. I knew it was just something like, I, I was thinking 18, but yeah, Eighth Grade. I watched the trailer and it did seem. Like, I kind of want to, I, I do want to watch it. I just, I don't know. I, just, I think I feel like I got to be in the right mood. Uh, Texture says, can Henry Davis catch Ellie De La Cruz for Rookie of the Year? Um, I mean, how good is Henry Davis playing? He sends his, he's hitting three fifty one in 37 at-bats, one home run, six RBI, two stolen bases. Uh, he's, he's playing pretty damn well. I mean, I would say he, yeah, he could easily catch him. It's a matter of whether, which one keeps his pace up all year. Yeah, can he keep this up? Yeah, that's that's the question. Because I saw the tweet. They moved him to right field, I saw. Oh, did they? I didn't know that. <clears throat> yeah, he's – I noticed on the like on the on the on the on the MLB he's listed as second position right field, 
and I saw the highlight the other day of him throw, uh, getting a single. The guy tried to stretch into a single, and he gunned him down at second from right field. Jeez, good for him. So I think that's where he's – looks like he might be doing that along with DHing. I saw, Are you accepted the DH and NL, by the way, now? I mean, I have. I mean, okay. I don't like it, but I've accepted it. But I saw the tweet last night saying, you know, players since 1901 that have hit 300 have nine-plus stolen bases, 10-plus extra base hits in their first 20 Major League Baseball games. It's Ellie De La Cruz and nobody else. That's it. Only person who's ever done it. You mean Ellie De La Cruz. He's outrageous. Ellie De La Cruz. Texas says uh, Taylor Swift is cool. Put some respect on Beyonce. I mean, she's having a big tour. She's coming to Cardinal Stadium uh, next month, but it's not. She's not doing the numbers that Taylor Swift is right now. Is that the modern day Prince and Michael debate? I'd say so. I think those are the two biggest touring acts what's, right now. What's, what's Taylor and the Michael Jackson white girl? <laughs> kind of, yeah, yeah. I mean, wow. Because I was always. Which one would you? Were you Prince or Michael? Which one would you take? You could only pick one. Which one would you have taken? It's a tough one. I I think I like Prince more. Like I, I respect his ability more, but I probably would have gone to the Michael Jackson concert. I would, and I had a chance to see Prince when he was here a couple of years. Last time he was here, whatever it was, and I passed, and I wish I hadn't. I think I think I like Prince. I'm with you. I like Prince more, but Michael probably has more songs I like. I think that's what I'm saying too. Okay, is that what you're trying to say? Point, All right, yeah. okay, it's a large. Which yeah. seems like it's counterintuitive, but like it, it's our contradictory. No, but, it's like the East in basketball has maybe the best team, but the the West has twelve really good teams, and the East only has one. Like, I respect yeah. Prince, I think more. Yeah, I do. Yeah, but not, I would, not just personally, but just musically. If I can only have one, I probably would. Lean, I'd probably lean Prince very close. Though. I'd go Michael very close. Yeah. Now, which one, Taylor or Beyonce? Um, <laughs> can, can I get Michael and Prince again? <laughs> I mean, I hear so much about this this, this Taylor Swift tour. I feel like I need to go to Taylor. I Swift. would definitely go to Taylor Swift on this one, just because I mean the only the only real I don't I only know a few Beyonce songs, and while I may not be a Taylor Swift fan, Beyonce is like the most like lowest of pop music. It's like we're gonna do a four minute song and repeat the same verse over and over for four minutes to like a beat we downloaded off the internet. Like that's kind of what oh, she's. How's that take? I don't like, think that. Single women is like an awful song. It's just not a good. It's just. It's like listen to Lenny Kravitz with. Also, that with sounds a like press. twenty years old. She's made a lot of music since then. Uh, I, I don't know of many songs. I'll be honest with you. I know you don't. Like eight shows. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know a lot of Taylor Swift songs either, though. So how do you know the music's different? I have listened to a few Taylor Swifts. I know she does the she has the breakup songs where she, the storytelling song. I mean, it's a little more more up from my style than just listening to the same verse repeated over and over like a Lindy Kravitz tune. Yeah, I think you're, yeah, I don't, I don't. Name I, another Beyonce song. Another Beyonce song? Yeah, other than single women and girls run this world. Those are the two I know. <laughs> well, is it, wasn't who run the world, wasn't that a, that was an other, no, that was a Beyonce song. It wasn't a yeah. Destiny's Child song. No, and they're both, bad. they're both not very good at all. I like the surfboard. Remember that one? Clearly not. Drunk in Love. It's a good song. Oh, that, now that's, that's the one with, with Jay-Z, right? Yeah. Yeah, that song sucked. Yeah. I like that song. Yeah. <laughs> I'm taking Taylor Swift. I'm a Swifty, I guess. You are, I guess you are. Even though she does do the whole number 13 thing, I hate that. It's a bad luck. No, how, how would you pick 13 as your lucky number? See, well, that was her album number. Her, she, all of her first albums were after her, the age she was when she made them. It's still universally a bad. It's an it's a unlucky number. Well, I mean, she, was, she had 22. Well, twenty two. What's wrong with twenty two? Is fine. Thirteen. No, thirteen. Twenty two. Again, it was all about her age, Trevor. She wasn't just making up random numbers. 
do feel bad for the whole on stage thing. I also feel bad for that. Texas, I love how all your takes about both these things are like just embedded in 2003, 2004 <laughs> lore. Has much changed since? Yes, a lot. Exa- prime example. Tell me prime that. example is Taylor Swift became, went from like a country person to like the biggest pop star in the world. She was country? She started off country, yeah. I never knew she was country. You never knew that. Our song is a slam burnt door. Like that one. No. Yeah. And when I. Fletching affected my decision making. I didn't even know she was country. Yeah. Uh, Texture says, uh, this is defending Kevin Newman. Uh, we've already established that. Votto and Steer should have put the bat on the ball. I agree. I like how you're just not even going to read it because it defends Kevin Newman. Screw you. <laughs> no, it's the exact same text. Oh, okay. So, so, okay. Mike, don't forget Votto and Steer both struck out before Newman came up. If they get a hit, no pressure on Newman. It's kind of like the don't blame Steve Bartman because the other dude made the error or whatever. Alex Gonzalez. Alex Gonzalez, yeah. Texas says, all of us Bengal fans have become Swifties. A large of the concert sales are going to Bengals contract extensions. T. Swifty Higgins' new contract has a new feel to it now. I didn't realize that, but more power to you. Thoughts on Burrow getting – getting. we didn't talk about this yesterday. Donna Mitchell was trending, and for whatever reason, I don't know if you knew it the same reason I was, but when I clicked on him, it was him getting mad at Joe Burrow for calling himself uh, Joey Dele Cruz. I saw it because he took BP at, at yeah. the American Ballpark the other day. Are you okay with Joe Burrow and putting his name onto everything? What do you mean? Well, he went like to Arrowhead. It was Burrowhead. Now he's Joey. I mean, Dillon. he's not doing that though. Like the the, he's not. the Burrowhead thing was like the fans doing it. Oh, I thought it was well, okay. I thought he embraced it too. He I may have embraced it. I could have swore he, he said it. He I thought he said it in an interview, but I, I, I might be wrong. Joey De La Cruz, I'm fine with. I mean, I think everybody, every Reds fan, is just putting De La Cruz on everything. I'm good with that. Okay. Do so you think Mitchell reacted? I mean, I think he was just joking. Oh, was he? Okay. Good. Yeah. Good. Good. Texture says uh, the Spectrum TV app, the app made by Spectrum. They are your provider, Trevor. I'm not talking about the TNT app. Oh, I didn't know I had a Spectrum app. Apparently okay, well, I stand, I'm sorry, Texas. I didn't know that was available. Texas, is it well known how fast of a runner Josh Hurd is? He's possibly the fastest major athletic director in the nation. He finished well in the KDF Mini this year, and I see him running through St. Matt's regularly. Yeah, he, but does he really- is a big runner. I don't know if you've. I don't know if anybody knows this. There was like a huge controversy about Josh Hurd in the Mini Marathon this year. <laughs> Somebody pointed this out to me. I had no idea. So he. This is what I'm kidding. I like how you described it as a big controversy. Like, like all these running groups. So somebody sent me in this direction of all these running groups that like were going nuts about this. So I, I don't. I, the details are, are are not clear to me. Maybe Josh can. We need to have him on the show just to clear this up. We won't talk any Cardinal athletics. We'll just clear up this. So he he won his age division for the mini marathon, which is I don't know. Okay, I don't, whatever it was, fifty and over or something. Fifteen. Fifty. So he, but he apparently ran with somebody else's number, somebody else's bib in his pocket. So like there are images of him running and all these runners who like were calling, I guess, BS on his time. were trying to figure out who this guy is that didn't have the number. And they discovered that it was Josh Hurd and they called him out and he's, his time got taken down. But I know he is a big runner and he's like really, really good. So he, he ran it, but he ran it with the wrong chip in his pocket or whatever. I think that's right. I, so I, wouldn't you just go with that chip and that'd be his times? I mean, what's the I couldn't problem? follow the story. All I know is all these old men that run in these, like they have these like Seneca Park running groups were furious about this. Furious. Oh. I always wondered what gets uh, running groups heated. That this is it. <laughs> Mini marathon controversy. That and potholes. It's their moment. <laughs> it's like it's like derby. It's, it's like derby talk. I wonder if they hate it more than the, the, the than sharing the sidewalk with bikers. I don't know, but they were <laughs> they were fired up at it. We need J- Josh come on the show. Clarify. I mean, I can see Josh Hurd being the fastest AD. Then again, also I, I, when I think ADs, I think of like Oliver Luck and a bunch of old men who probably would have heart attacks before they got to the end of the block. Josh is a big time runner. He's in great shape. He's he's a young. He's I mean, how old is Josh Hurd? I want to say like early fifties. 
that's that's young for AD, right? I mean, what's uh, fairly young? What right? the average age of NCAA ADs are? I'd have to say in the seventies, wouldn't you say? No, I don't I, think so. I'd say 50s, 60s. Really? Yeah. Maybe I'm just. Texture says Heinz is ketchup. The others are cats up. Okay, maybe not, but I can tell the difference. Heinz tastes a lot better to me. I didn't think there was ever a difference. I'm calling you out. I don't I think you ketchup can. and catsup were literally the same thing, just different spelling. I think if I lie, Joshua, by the way, is only 42. That is, that is, that's got to be, young. you tell me the athletic director below is younger than I am. He is. He's 42. I'll believe. I now I just really believe in you. I mean, bad enough when there's head coaches younger than me. Players younger than me. And now, now athletic directors are younger. Maybe than that's me. why people were upset that he won the fifty and older KDF marathon. That would be division. a reason. Yeah, I think that's, I think maybe I that's think the that, root cause. That. I think I think that gets more, more concerned for anger than than having the wrong chip. Yeah. <laughs> also, texture. If we lined up ten ketchups and I put Heinz in one, I don't think you would be able to identify it. I'm calling you out. We'll do this. I, I would. I, I, I agree with you. What other brands are there than Heinz? Um. <laughs> what are there? What are the other brands? There's got to be another brand, right? I mean, we know Heinz is Pittsburgh. Correct. And so, I mean, can you name me one other brand of ketchup? Well, they have like Kroger brand, right? Well, I guess so, but I mean... Like I Whole Foods. This shouldn't be that Hunts. hard. Huh? Hunts. Yes, yeah, okay. <laughs> How bad are we? Can't we, we can't name any other brands I mean, it's just... <laughs> You wouldn't expect that to be like a hard question, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I assume like, I would know more, but that those like are the two I, that I like. Can the give simple you. Google just comes up eleven ketchup brands ranked. This is this 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 website. What else is has there? eleven brands they can rank, and we can't name but two. Uh, number eleven is Del Monte. I don't. I've never heard of that. Number ten is Sir Kensington's. That's made up. <laughs> They've got a bottle. I'm looking. These at. aren't even real ketchups. <laughs> Primal Kitchens number nine. Totally fake. Market Pantry number eight sounds kind of familiar. <laughs> Three sixty five by Whole Wood, Whole Foods Market. Okay, see that yeah, like name brands like Kroger ketchup, Annie's. No, not real. French French sounds familiar. French is is real. don't they make a mustard? They, they make mustard. Yeah, they make apparently they make a ketchup too. Uh, Hunts is number four. What's gonna be three and two? Three is Heinz. Okay. Uh oh. Uh oh. Uh oh. Forget a big one. Trader Joe's Organic is number two. Okay. See, again, that's like a store brand. And number one, I don't know if this counts as a store brand. I guess it does. It just says Whataburger. That's I guess they make their own ketchup at Whataburger. What kind of shoddy-ass website is this? Really? I mean, Whataburger's not even available east of the Mississippi. Like, why would you? How would you? Ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, that's this list. The good people at um, Mashed.com can suck it. Suck it. <laughs> Texas, I need some good advice from Uncle Trevor. Oh, okay. Hold on. Thank you, Cap. On what you got for me? I work in very close proximity with a young lady, and most days I have to stifle my urge to fart around her, which causes great discomfort. Oh, I bet it does. Yeah. Is there an sucks. amount of time that has to pass before I can rip ass around her, or am I stuck with this GI nightmare until I can find a new job? Uh, well, I I would say I'll give you the same advice I give relationships: six months. You you can't you should not fart in front of a girlfriend or in a relationship at least after six months. But this isn't a girlfriend. This is just somebody he works close. I know, to. but I, I think it, I think it kind of holds a little bit. I'd say six to eight months. But don't don't. And if you're going to do it, just make sure and also just make sure they're quiet. SBDs are the worst. Yeah, but at least you can deny it. She's going to know it's you. It depends how big the cubicle. I mean, where how many people are wrestling around? I think you got to hold it. You got to get up and walk away. I mean, I don't want I don't want to be associated with that smell. I don't care if like I. I mean. I don't. I'm not, if I'm even if I'm not trying to impress her, even if she's not a love interest, I just don't want to be associated with 
gross fart smell. No, no one does. But I mean, you GI nightmare, buddy. Hold but it if in. you sit there and hold it in, I mean, that, that can like hurt you internally, right? Got to do it. Got to do what you got to do. Get up and walk away. Well, if she's not. If you're not getting anything out of this other than just being a workmate, then, then there's no reason to hold it in that long. I mean, I'm not saying I don't like walk by her and crop dust her or anything, but I mean, just I mean, if you got to let one go, just as long as it's not too loud, just let it e- you know ease out. Texture says, I mean, this is when you said, like, out of context, that sounds really bad with the kid. It says, I mean, in context, it's not a great look. Either. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of things that I even texted you something when I texted you last night about something. I was like, you know, out of context, this would be sounding bad. I, I feel like a lot of things we say on the show, if you just have to turn and listen to that exact moment only and not know the, the premise, then. We could be in a lot of trouble sometimes. Or if you listen to the whole thing sometimes. <laughs> Even then, too, yeah. And sometimes the explanation does not help. Texas, Mike, I was with you till you said you wanted to drink the man's tears. No, I did. I, st- I stand by that. I did. Ellie De La Mid, get out of here. <laughs> Texas says, Trevor calling Five Finger Death Punch Five Finger Discount just made me literally laugh out loud. It's not, is that not the name? I believe it's Five Finger Death Punch. Oh. Five Finger Discount just means you still stop lifting. Yeah. yeah. I, thought, I, thought, I, I mean, I figured they were like. You know, emo hipsters, and that's what they would name their band after. I, I, I honestly, I think Five Finger Discount's a better name. Texas Mike, the girls were underage. No, they weren't. This is what turned me into angry guy in the first place. Well, then you're listening to the wrong people because nobody involved in this says the girls were underage. The Katina Palace says they weren't underage. The U of L people says they weren't underage. Nobody says they're underage. I thought that's the, just you. Thought the uh, not the girls, but the players, right? I mean, weren't they 17 or something? The players, yeah. He's saying the girls were underage. Oh, okay, they weren't. I mean, there was some talk about because her daughters were underage, like one of them who says she was involved. But then, the you, then you can get into the weeds of, of like the statutory uh, laws in Kentucky, which a lot of times I think isn't it within four years of seventeen or something. It's not that you can right. That's and that's most states. Like if you're yeah. an eighteen year old having consensual sex with like a seventeen year old, that's not against the law. Sometimes I remember the Utah when they the kid they took out of high school as Stevenson. Well, Utah is not. But I know, but I mean, well, he, wherever high school he went to, he. he he had trouble as rookie. I remember his rookie year got a lot of crap because he got charged statutory rape because he eighteen he slept with like a seventeen year old in high school. Yeah, that seems silly. I know. I, sometimes I see that in SBU and I'm like, he's just seniors. He's he's dating a freshman. Like, isn't that what you do as a senior in high school? But now he can be considered statutory because you know a freshman's fifteen and a senior could be eighteen. It's crazy. Texas, how, this is a good question. How does NCAA rules and marijuana state laws relate? Pot is legal in states, but NCAA athletes in those states can be suspended for testing positive. That's, to my knowledge, like that's a school rule. If schools didn't want to abide by it, if they wanted to take the, I, I assume they could. And I, I, I'm curious. I like. I wonder if a, if a player would have a legal, like, like foot to stand on if they wanted to say like, hey, I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to the University of Michigan. They're trying to. I'm suspended for a game for smoking weed, but weed is legal here. Um, I don't know if you could, but I, I think when you sign a scholarship, though, you're basically signing a contract with a school, and mm-hmm. which which means you abide by our standards. We have the right to terminate this if you violate anything that we do, and so I think that's where the difference would be. It's a school thing. The schools don't want to abide by the the NCAA's NIL rules. They're fine with the marijuana rules, so they're going to put that in their contract. You have to abide by this, but like as far as like the they're going to go with the state laws if it gives them a competitive advantage for sure. No, yeah, I mean, yeah. Uh, let's see. TJ Walker texted in. Are, are legal though. Uh, TJ Walker, the sports talker, said, "What's everyone's favorite Taylor Swift song?" He says, "Our song for me." That was a song that I sang her. We're, we're, 
one of her first country songs. I'm going Bad Blood. He says, Blank Spaces for My Wife, What's Rutherford and Mrs. Rutherford and Trevor. So you go Bad Blood. I like. I don't know why. There's something about Bad Blood I like. There's an acoustic version of Bad Blood that's really good. What's the... Um, I'm going it, with is, uh, I Knew You Were Trouble. I think Mary's favorite song. I know the song that she wants, because Taylor does like a, like a special song. It's like a huge deal. I don't really understand it, but Mary wants to hear Death by a Thousand Cuts. I don't know that song. It wasn't... Um, uh, didn't she do a... So the story of me and her or something, story of us, and then the Taylor Swift song doesn't sound like it. Oh, I thought it was something. Sort of, uh, what was the album? Was it the '89 album that was redone by someone in, in a uh, Ryan accused, Adams? Was that what it was? Okay, yeah, yeah I knew you would know that. So uh, my buddy Yates told me about that one time, and I, I try. I think I went to go listen to it. And I never actually got through the whole album. Though. It wasn't great. Like he 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 was bragging about it, but I just yeah, I heard it got uh, a lot of it's, it's, well reviewed though. Uh, James Harden has now picked up his contract. By the way, in case you're curious, where's he going? Uh, the Sixers have picked up the thirty-five point six million dollar oh. option. James Harden gets thirty-five. That's one thing about the NBA. This is my old man. Like the fact that you have scrubs and just him. James Harden's a scrub making thirty-five million dollars, but you also have like actual scrubs on the bench making like eight million. Just baffles me in the NBA. Uh, TJ also says, but why do NCAA schools agree and sign off on NCAA rules, then turn around and break those rules? No one is stopping the a No one is stopping a from being in the NCAA. Same reason I si- agreed to get my driver's license. Yeah, I still speed. Well, yeah, they want to win national championships. They want to play. You know, yeah. if you want to, if a tried to break away, you know, they're not going to play for a national title. So they're going to, you know, abide by the rules when they see fit. But if they have to take the NCAA to, to court, they're also going to do that. Like unless, they they but, want the competitive advantage. And last I checked, it's not cheating unless you get caught. Ain't she? Ain't a foul. It's whistle blows, right? Uh, Texture says also the PIF is a direct extension of the Saudi government. You can't really say any current sponsors are backed by a sovereign entity. Is this true? Is that true? Is that true? Yeah. Okay. Texture says I still haven't forgiven sharks, and that was 2001. <laughs> was there something about sharks in 01? Like a shark attack? I do remember, like, so right before 9 11. Okay. I, I remember the. the it was one of those media frenzy things that didn't actually exist, but they they made it the summer of the shark. And I remember if you look up like was shark that when Sharknado came out, or something? no, no, it, it, there was all these shark attacks were being highlighted, and the reality was like shark attacks weren't up compared to any other summer. And I don't, it was like a relatively average year if you compare it to any year in the past forty. But I guess there was just nothing else going on, so there was all this summer of the shark frenzy. And it's funny the guy. I don't remember that. The guy who yesterday had, had, had sent in, you know, he's he's like, I'm, I'm not comfortable in the ocean ever since I, a kid got attacked and killed by a shark right next to me. He sent in that story from the Washington Post. It was at Virginia Beach in early September of 2001, and it noted, like, like there's been all this talk about shark attacks in, in Florida. This it, That was the first death. That was the first person who'd been killed. So there was all, there was all this media coverage, summer of the shark, shark frenzy, and the reality was it was just kind of a normal summer as far as shark attacks were concerned. But I do remember that being a big thing right hmm. before. I remember that, and I remember Aaliyah dying right before. I remember Aaliyah, Pat. I didn't know how close that was. That was the helicopter wreck or plane yeah, wreck. Yeah, she's right? come yeah. back from shooting a music video. Yeah. That's sad. Aaliyah was hot. She was very, very talented. Yeah. Very, very attractive. I have never didn't like a lot of the songs, but I was still, yeah, she was cool. Texas as well. I think the day has finally come that Trevor has been canceled. <laughs> What I say? His quote, how long do we have to hold on to this 9-11 thing? Okay. Get over it, people. <laughs> that, 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 I didn't say get it over it. It was in jest. I didn't say get over it. I was, I just mean, at some point, like, <laughs> the people who were involved in that country could have moved, have moved on. At some point, you have to, you do have to forgive. I mean, we've forgiven Germany, right? 
No. No, we haven't? We still hate Germany? Oh, damn. Does anyone tell the scoots? I hate the elements <laughs> of Germany that are still around. <laughs> well, that, <laughs> yeah, but I mean, that's... Yeah, <laughs> Let's say you moved... I didn't say get over it. <laughs> just the old... It just reminds me of the old... Um, um, uh, We've Nor- got over Nor- Nor- McDonald bit where he's like, people are all worried about Korea. You know who I'm worried about? Germany. He's like, he's like, this country, if we all just forgotten, they decided to declare war and not just on, you know, France, not just on the, the whole world. Yeah. It's like, and you would think, you know, the whole world against Germany, probably a big beatdown. No, they almost win. It's like, and then they lose and then they do it again like three years later. I don't trust Germany. <laughs> I'm firing that army back up. I don't know. I don't, I don't trust them at all. I don't trust them at all. Well, they got the wall down now. They're, 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 they're combined. Let's take a break. Five o'clock hours on the way next. A couple of U of O recruiting notes to get to. More nonsense on the text line. All this stuff coming your way in hour number three. Keep it locked right here. More weather for Joe next here on No, but it was, I was just, for some reason I knew there was a song called this. I don't know this one. And you were like, no, I've never heard of it. I was like, I don't know where I heard it or why I knew it. You're Swifty. I guess so, but I mean, it sounds okay. I'll take this over any Beyonce song I've heard so far. I can like it though. This has got to be an older one, right? I have no idea. It sounds kind of like, because the chorus is not so bad. Taylor Swift Mania is taking over the area. Mary Rutherford's making the trip to Cincinnati tomorrow for the big concert. Why aren't you going? Because I told you, like nobody could get tickets. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, her yeah. friend invited her. Her, I... her friend got two tickets. She invited Mary, so she, that's how she got in. Um, everyone else got left out. Tickets are going for like six thousand dollars on StubHub. It's outrageous. But uh, she got in. She's excited about it. The merch lines are stretching to the cross the Roebling Bridge in Northern Kentucky today. Mm-hmm. It's uh, it's madness up there. Will Mary wear a Taylor Swift shirt? To a Taylor Swift concert, is she going to be? That I don't person? think she owns a Taylor Swift shirt, so really, probably not. I think no. Mary's Mary's not really. She's more of a just like a dress up kind of like she's not big on like shirts that like have like logos or teams or people or bands or stuff like that. What do you have in common? <laughs> <laughs> so you're not like I know. You, well, you're not. This is a bad question for you because you're not a concert guy, but. And this is a PC reference. Which I wouldn't wear a concert shirt. Okay, yeah. You, but, uh, cool, one quick question. You've never seen PCU, right? PCU, the movie? PC, no. Okay, that's going on the list. Uh, it's a 90s modern-day Adam uh, Animal House. Not as good, but version of it. I'm uh, familiar with some of the, the, the gifs that have come from that show. Yeah, that movie. Pibbins is, is huge in that movie, and, and so is um, um, your you dude from, um, from Rudy and from... Um, from Swingers, well, I'm a far Bob Faro, John, whatever his name is, you know, Favreau. Yeah, he plays in it, and he wears he's wearing a shirt to the, the Clash with a Clash shirt, and Pippins gives him no, don't be that guy, don't be the dude who wears the shirt of the band you're going to see. Right, and I I, I agree with that. I think that's the big time negative. It's going to be madness up there. You've got you know, they they move the Reds game up on Saturday. 
to try and avoid the just going on at the same time. But oh, Taylor Swift is so big; she's moved a major league baseball game. Two of them. She's moved the, the start time for both of them and FC Cincinnati. But still, like, there's going to be some overlap between FC, FC Cincinnati's hosting an MLS game, the Reds are playing, and the Taylor Swift concert is going to be happening at some point. Like all in, con- it's going to be just madness up there. Just pure, pure madness. Mary's like, I get home. She's trying to come home that night. She's not getting home till like Sunday morning. Oh yeah, I mean the traffic. What, the con- What time does the concert start? Oh, I've got no idea. I mean, I mean I, let's say they're like, leaving here at like I won't. I would say early in the day. Yeah, I mean, because I would say let's say for Boops and giggles, the concert because concert probably days, seven. I think they actually start on time nowadays. From when I was growing up, like you never had a concert start on time. And her opener is actually one of my favorite uh, acts out right now. Phoebe Bridgers is going to open for her. So uh, let's let's say seven. She's going to play for three hours. That's I mean, 10, 10, 30, 11 by time. Oh, yeah. She'll, it's going to be, I mean, it'll be one, it'll be an hour, hour and a half before she even gets out of downtown Cincinnati. It's going to be, yeah. Yeah. Be, the concert starts at 6.30, but there are two support acts before. What are the odds you get a text and say, I'll be home in the morning, we're just going to stay in Covington tonight? I mean, good luck finding a hotel. That's, that's That'd be the yeah, issue. That's another good one, yeah. So her, they, if they did stay, it would just stay. Her, her friend taking her is actually from northern Kentucky. Um, so they live. I'd lived, almost be like, just start to crash. Her, I think that was the original plan, but yeah. then you know she's got I think three kids, so they all wanted to get back to that night. So Mary was like, I'll just drive. Don't worry about it. So that's the plan. But yeah, I can see that. I could see that happen. We're just gonna crash at Megan's. If if not, you need you need to you, the the payback for the last night. You need to let her sleep in a little bit because she's gonna be tired. Oh, she'll be fine. She'll, she'll be good. We'll let her sleep. <laughs> Opposed to you, she's like she take that out. You on the other hand are like, Mary, wake up. God help me. <laughs> no. We we both, yeah. If we, the other person needs John's to John's got his diaper on his head. It's after he used it. <laughs> we do a lot of, you know, you sleep now, I'll sleep later. Like a lot. You, just, you have to change off. That's, that's part of being parents, right? That's the way it works. That's the way it works. Five yeah. o'clock hour here of the Thursday edition of the Mike Rutherford Show here on 1450 and 96.1. Uh, we talked last hour about the, the Saudis trying to get involved in college sports, the NCAA trying to flex muscles that it doesn't have, all of that good <laughs> stuff going on. Uh, quick, a couple of recruiting notes on the UFL front. Again, there's not much going on in the Louisville sports world right now, but we did hear today Kenny Payne is at the, the top 100 camp that's happening right now. He's been watching Con uh, Nipple, Nipple, uh, whose last name <laughs> I believe is pronounced just like Nipple. Uh, we remember we had somebody who's from his area, like his family is a huge deal. But anyways, that kid is a top twenty prospect now in the twenty twenty four class. He's getting significant attention from Duke. But we found out today that the the coaches who were sitting there watching him this morning were Kenny Payne, Nato's from Alabama, Chris Holtman from Ohio State. Uh, Michael Shrewsbury from Notre Dame, and then Tony Bennett from Virginia, all spending big points, uh, big chunks of their Thursday morning watching Con Nipple play. He took a visit. He's, t- he's taken four visits this month. Louisville, the, the visit he took earlier this month was an official one, and he talked to Cardinal Authority about it. And this was, I don't know how to, to take this. He tries to elaborate a little bit, but the the initial quote when he gets asked about how how'd your visit go, right? Every kid seems to give a stock generic answer where mm-hmm. it's like, yeah, it was, it, was, it was great. The visit was fantastic. Like, I've got a really good connection with Coach. The facilities are great. The city's terrific. Like, all this stuff. His, when he was asked, how was the visit to L, his response was, it was just different. Kind of a nipple slip, huh? <laughs> it's a little nipply out there. <laughs> I just, first of all, for the record, don't Google if you don't know how to spell it, con nipple. Okay. <laughs> what letter? What letter do you think that last name starts with? I typed in nipple in I P P L E. Okay. Oh, I spelled K H. 
The first thing that comes up is, why do my nipples hurt? <laughs> well, his response, it's, it was just different, he said of the visit. Then he okay, gets asked. That, that's good difference. Good though, right? Sometimes. Well, I don't like that he got at. He had to get asked to. It sounds like just based on the way and Jody wrote this. So I, maybe this isn't the way that it actually meant. But it sounds like the way that it's, it's written here. He was willing to just let the quote linger like that. It was just different. But then he gets asked to, to explain the different comment, and he says, "When you go on most visits, it's always about the program and how you're going to benefit the program. Their message is more about how we're going to benefit you. They have great facilities, and it's all about player development." Uh, Nipple, who is asked, uh, to, who does not have any set timetable for a decision and said he will make more visits, did say that player development is, quote, a big deal for me. His quote is, wherever you go, you are going to get better. It's just who can take you to that next level. And I think there are some schools out there that are better th- at that than others. It will be a pretty sizable part of my decision. I don't know how to take this. I don't know. Like, I, I want to like think that it was like a – but he, he doesn't go into like – he doesn't go out of his way to say, when I said it was different – I meant it was like a really good thing. It was, it was like, a, it's a huge, like, I mean, it sounds like he's trying to do that a little bit, but I don't know. Just reading between the lines, it's going to be a competitive recruitment. I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't feel like we're off. I don't, I don't like, there. I don't like our chances. I don't either. I think we're getting nip blocked. <laughs> getting nip blocked. We're not going to get some nipple. This is the guy from Wisconsin. I, that sounds right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Goofy looking white kid. His name's Con K-O-N. Correct. I wonder if his last name, middle name is going to the K. Uh, <laughs> I like how you had to pause and think about that one too. <laughs> uh, yeah, 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 the, the guy I mean, went to Wisconsin Lutheran. I mean. His last name is pronounced Knipple, non Con Knipple. That's how you pronounce it. Okay. If you have that last name, man, you're going to war like right off the bat. You've got to be a really good athlete, or you got to be able to kick people's asses because you got to fight. You know the jokes are coming. It's a boy named Sue. You know the jokes are coming. <laughs> you're, especially your your first name's Con too. Your parents aren't doing you any favors there either. They dropped the H too. They spelled it just K O N. Like there's like they're gonna be cool. Con Knipple. Like you're yeah you're you're throwing hands first day of school. Yeah, your your elementary school days are gonna come away with some bites. I would think. Yeah, I would have made fun of you. You're gonna have to kick somebody's ass. Would you have made you? Well, you weren't a bully. I was. You weren't like the bully like I was. I was. I, I feel like I was a pretty nice kid growing up. I was. I was. A, I was a bleep hole. I'm still paying back for karma on that one. Well, you're also still kind of a bleep hole. I still. <laughs> yeah, but now it's on, not not on purpose. Like like saying something that that makes me look like a bleep hole now. I don't mean to do it. But like sixth grade Trevor, who pants to the uh, the kid, Ad, I can't remember Adam's last name. Why well, I was talking to a girl he liked, and it turned out he was wearing dirty tidy whities oh. That kid still that that's the bleep hole karma. That's so, mean. Oh, I was so mean. I'm surprised that dude didn't just just, just go off on me. I would have. He was so mad. Bad. We were supposed to go to Kings Island or whatever that day. I remember just being in the, the middle school cafeteria. He was talking to him. That's when I just pantsed him. <laughs> Apparently, I'm seeing now the weather's going to get bad here over the next hour or so. So hopefully, we can maintain power here. Hopefully, we don't get another. How long is that wire going to hang outside? By the way, we're, we're like driving out of our way <laughs> in people's driveways to avoid this wire. It's like they just left it. What do they actually do? I don't. I don't think they did anything. I don't think they did. I think they realized it wasn't a. It wasn't like it wasn't going to hurt anybody. I mean, at what point we're going to come down here and like some of the kids on this neighborhood are just going to be going are going to be jump roping on it? <laughs> There's a huge sharp branch sticking out from the tree that, that fell down out there. Yeah. they haven't moved it away. I saw that. I, I'm assuming it was Frank or so, Tom or somebody. No, Frank, who lives yeah, because originally just put a box over the the sharp edge. Have yeah, you seen that? Yeah, yeah. That, was, that was Tom. It's the most work anybody's yeah. done on this this old down oh, the, tree. The, them and Frank have done more like the, the fixing up the street than anyone else has. I believe it. I mean, this. 
And it, it might be me, but I think that wire is getting lower too. It is because we we keep hitting it. Because I yeah, because at first it didn't like I went straight under it when I came around. Because I noticed you came the other side. I came on the right side. You came on the left to go under it. Well, but when I leave, I hear it hit the top of my car. Yeah, it's, it's, it, it, it's it kind of still freaks me out a little bit. Yeah, like I thought there was like a zap yesterday when I drove underneath it. Well, I also have like the antenna on the top of my car for my. I'm like, like expecting to get that caught on it. As I'm driving, it's such like this wire dragging with me. <laughs> I just realized uh, apparently on two four seven sports, I'm signed into Rashawn's account. <laughs> well, there's that. I guess he signed in here under when he does the wake up, and I just went to two four seven. I was like, it's, it's got a picture of Rashawn. This is uh, my profile. There you go. Start posting some terrible stuff. Now that's n- not nice. <laughs> Thinking that's, that's, I was gonna say that's not something I would do, but <laughs> I hear the thunder out there. It's all happening. I'm just gonna just 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 under profile my idol, Trevor Kelsey. Now, did you see <laughs> a couple other notes to get to before we go back to the text line? Uh, Devontae Parker, big day for him yesterday. Yeah. Agrees to a three-year contract with the New England Patriots that could pay him up to thirty-three million dollars. Uh, it includes fourteen million dollars in guarantees and a lot Good. of per-game roster bonuses. So he won't get them. He won't, but he, he's got fourteen million. Which is good. Regardless, that's, that's which the is best good. Part, yeah, I saw this because Warren Sharp, who does a lot of I think pro football focused stuff, I could be wrong about that. I know he's one of the like the analytics guys. He threw this stat out there, which kind of surprised me. I know that Devontae is not like separation has never been his big thing. He's not like an elite route runner. He's not the, no, the no, quickest he, receiver. He just is a guy when the ball's around him, he's going to catch everything that's yeah, in his general maker, vicinity. Yeah. He's going he's to beat guys for jump balls. That's kind of always been his thing. But he in the last three years. He has ranked out of out of wide receivers that have had enough reps to to That's I guess chart here. Key right there. He's yeah. ranked 122nd out of 122 receivers in separation last year, 117th out of 117 two years ago, and 129th out of 129 three years ago. Wow, that's that's bad. That's outrageous. I wouldn't have guessed he was that bad. I wouldn't have either. But his thing is, he if you throw it in his general vicinity, he's going to catch it. He had 42 targets last year, and I think. Uh, What's his name? Mac uh, Mac Jones. Mac Jones. Thank you. Threw four interceptions on those forty-two targets last year. So clearly, there's some some work to be done when it comes to him developing a relationship with that quarterback. But that separation stat, I was like, damn, I'm kind of hard to spend. I mean, that honestly, one. I'm a little surprised I gave him that that, that deal. I, I, based on that, I am too. Because he was on. This was his last year, I think, of his contract. Or was he a free agent already? And this was. A, I think this was his last year. <clears throat> I thought he had one more year. I could, I mean, I can't remember because he signed that the, the decent deal with 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 Miami a few years back. Right. And I love Devontae Parker. He's one of my favorite players Me in the NFL, uh, despite being a Ballard kid. But I, I called him Chris Carter 2.0 because all he did was catch touchdowns when he was at Louisville. I just, I mean, I know the health re- health was a big reason for his. I mean, I don't want to say a, he was a buzz because he was middle first round pick, but he still had a couple decent years. There's been worse players taken in the first round with less to prove. But he had like one and a half really good years. Yeah, yeah, one half, kind of made yeah, his career. It's kind of he had the two. Yeah, especially the, the two years he was actually healthy. He's never going to stay healthy and. Yeah, I don't. I, I'd be a. I know he's not going to make those incentives. I don't even know what they are. I, I, you don't have to tell him to me. I, I will guarantee he won't make them. And B, I would probably want to bet he will not be there for three years. I'd be shocked if he's there after next year. To be honest with you, I can see that if he doesn't produce this year, I can yeah. see them funny. Now, here's the question: Do we have a? Sucks as I like him. Do we have a Devonte Parker, Malik Cunningham wide receiver combination here for the Patriots? <laughs> Uh, 
No. <laughs> Bill Belichick just goes the Louisville route to get him out of this hole, start winning Super Bowls again, relies on Parker and Cunningham, make it happen. I mean, I, the Patriots, I mean, do you know who the receivers are? Well, can, you, can you, I mean, oh, no. It is like the island of misfit toys in New England. Who else and, do they have? I mean, well, Devontae Parker it could be considered an island of misfit toy guy. I mean, as I know we love him here, and there's reason, but if, say, we're doing a show in Iowa, he, that's what he would be to us. Be a bust and a, a miss. Others is Kendrick Bourne, the former teammate of Austin Cups at, uh, at Eastern Washington, who had a good career. And Nelson Aguilar. <laughs> Made famous from a news local news TV clip. Who had one good season, thankfully, because that was our Super Bowl year. Unlike and, Aguilar. <laughs> he gets a, oh, and let's not forget uh, Jacoby Myers. Okay. Well, that's, yeah, that's not, not a great contingent. Any, any idea where Jacoby Myers went to school? Minnesota? Tennessee State. Oh, not close. No, because don't worry, because he didn't. He didn't have no impact there. And their quarterback. Oh man, I, I love. I love somewhat kind of seeing seeing Belichick fall from grace with this egg on his face as the overrated bum that he is. It does kind of feel like Brady won the breakup. I'm just saying. I don't think if, there's no kind of about it. Brady this, this definitely. Is, won this is why I relish in my correctness of my, I've been telling people for years. Hindsight will prove me right. I think you. If you were saying that, you definitely great coordinator. Been. Don't get me wrong. Just not overrated as head coach. Um, Texas, do the Patriots still have Lynn Bowden? I don't think Lynn Bowden's in the NFL, is he? Uh, he was with the Dolphins last I heard. I think he's been, like, I don't think he's played in the NFL for. He played last he's year. He's with the Saints right now, apparently. Yeah. I, I Didn't he play? He was with New England last year, yeah. He was with Miami in 20 and then with New England in 22. He was in the practice squad last year. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, that wouldn't. Wouldn't list you as a roster member. He has not really. I don't think he's registered in NFL status. But you can only be a practice squad guy two years. Yeah, he signed a reserves future contract with the team in January and then was waived in May. Yeah, he's so yeah. He's. I did like how he like. He tried to. He was a third round pick. Raiders, good lord. Last year before the rivalry game, he was like trying to tag like Devontae and Lamar on on Twitter about like hey like back in the rivalries and stuff. Everyone's like you don't. So sorry. Like you, you trust me. You kicked Louisville's ass, but you're not. An NFL guy. Sorry. You don't do anything. Go punch people in the face again. <laughs> Go get rules made because you <laughs> punch people in the face too close to kickoff. 502-414-1450 the Thornton Sex Line. We'll get to you guys. That was uh, messed up. <laughs> it was, yeah, it was. I mean, I, I can't believe they, he was allowed to play. I'm like, he just drilled the guy in the face. How do you, how is that not a suspension? But anyways. Um, the other thing that I, I wanted to bring up. Okay. So the Lexington Herald leader, they reached out to an ACC spokesman to clarify exactly why Louisville was left out of the ACC challenge. And the spokesman, let me pull up the story and make sure that I get the exact wording correct. Do so. I don't want to. Spokesman confirms the Herald leader that UofL was indeed omitted from the challenge due to the fact that they were the lowest seed in last season's league tournament, noting that the same practice was used for the conference's previous interleague agreement with the ACC Big Ten challenge, which lasted from 99 through 2023. Now, again, (laughs) they're saying this. Like, this was the way that we've always done it. They haven't always done it this way, though. There have been multiple instances of the la- in the last 10 years, most recently in 2019, yeah, you pointed where they out. did not pick the team that was the last seed in the conference tournament the year before. Can we, it's like putting lipstick on a pig. It's not it's like saying last place and worst team. It just seems nicer to say last seed. Well, because I think the, the deal is they're saying if there was a tie at the bottom, they, oh, they I gotcha. chose the okay. team that was the okay. 15 seed okay. in, in the tournament to be the 15 team that was left out the year the year later. It does sound nicer than just saying last place, though. But again, like they haven't always done that. It hasn't always been an automatic deal. 
Tech finished fifth in the conference in 2019, won 12 games, went to the Sweet 16, and they got left out the year a year later. Um, So, like again, I'm not saying that it's not the easiest thing to do. I'm not saying that it doesn't make perfect sense and that we all didn't kind of expect it. I'm just saying they didn't have to do this, and it's a cop out if they're saying that they did. So, suck it. I mean, I'm more curious. Maybe that is their 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 go to. Then I'm wondering what was their reason for 19. Then I think that. my assumption has been because that Virginia Tech team was supposed to be so yeah, you bad said that, yeah. that they thought they were going to be the worst team in the conference, and they just you know, they kept them out of it. I, I guess maybe they tried to avoid to do it two years in a row. Like I don't remember that may have been a run where Wake Forest finished last in consecutive years. Let me look at it real quick. What year would that be? The it would have been. So we're talking 2018 and 2019. 2018, 19, the last place team that year. 2018 was, was Pittsburgh. Pitt. Well. Pitt and Notre Dame tied, so I'm assuming. Well, Pitt was zero and eighteen in in 2018. So in 2019, oh, you oh, you Pitt was Pitt was the the 14 17, seed. 18, Okay, I'm sorry, I was looking at eighteen nineteen. So Notre Dame was technically the 15 seed in, in 2019. So they had it out there. If they wanted to exclude Notre Dame, they could have easily done that, but they chose they chose not to. They chose Virginia Tech. So again, the whole this is an automatic deal for us. It doesn't even make sense if you're trying to avoid having a repeat team. So not buying it. You wouldn't have done it for Duke. You did it for us. What else? Don't do us any more favors there, ACC, SEC. Yeah, get up, get over yourselves. Suck it. I saw had some people text me like yesterday with like the the picture, like the the breakdown of the games. Like, where's Louisville? I can't find them. I mean, like, we don't have. Do you think that we're riding high and mighty right now? Like, like you want to hurt us? Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> we can take it. You can't hurt us any more than a four and twenty-eight season already. <laughs> you thought you were going to the John Candy play. That's how. Yeah, that's where I was going. Yeah, I'm an easy target. We're an easy target. You want right to? You want to? It's okay. My wife likes me. My friends like me. <laughs> Our collective likes us. Our recruiting class likes us. Recruits like us. Like a chatty caddy dog, except the court's in the front, and you just keep transfer four players like us. All right, 502-414-1450 is the Thornton Sex. I will take some text from you guys before we go to break, and then we'll come back and do the last segment with more text and then a look ahead to the world of sports tonight. Texter says, uh, it would be hard to find a bigger Louisville fan than me, and I would definitely quit being a UofL fan if Louisville took Saudi money directly. I just couldn't stomach it. I mean, it's, yeah. I respect I, it. I, I'm not you know, saying there's a wrong answer, right? Uh, either way, it's just, I don't know if I could do, I don't know if I could do it. I, I don't think I could... Stop being a Louisville fan. I just don't know. I mean, the other thing is, so Louisville, and I'm, I'm not trying to get political. This shouldn't be a political thing. It's just a fact. Louisville always gets some of the highest marks in the country as far as their like LGBTQ inclusivity as a okay. school. So it's one of the things that they've hung their hat on for a long time. The Saudis notoriously are awful with, with LGBTQ stuff. They're pretty it's, much awful with anything that isn't white Anything male. that's I mean, human rights. Yeah. 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 It's, like, so, so like – it would be very tough for U of L to justify having that disparity, like, like being able to do that. U of L more so than even some other schools. Now, not saying that they wouldn't find a reason to. I guess if it came down to like sports no, just dying here, money. I mean, it does. It, 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 sadly, it, it does. Yeah. But hopefully, we don't have to to worry about that. Texas says Trevor. That no, I'm, I'm Trevor's not going to talk about the Supreme Court decision. I did look it up. Yeah, I, I don't know what to say. I mean, I, I was kind of shocked to be honest with you. That you want my reaction? I'm surprised they, that was a. That surprises me maybe even more than Roe versus Wade. There it is. That's Trevor's reaction. 
Texas, fun fact, WWE wanted a storyline with Kurt Angle and Scott Steiner since Kurt at Ohio State versus Steiner from Michigan, but it never got off the ground. See, I looked that up. He didn't go to Ohio State. Yeah, you, you looked it up. It was some random Clare- school in Pennsylvania. It was some, yeah, Clarendon University or something in Pennsylvania. Yeah, so. Was it just an angle that they were trying to? No pun intended. Yeah, <laughs> pun. <very much laughs> yeah, not intended. I don't think so, no. I mean, the whole, his, Kurt Angle came in, was, was automatically, it was, like, you know, perfect for the wrestling world with the mic and everything, and. As a, he, they tried to make him like the you know the baby face Olympian, but ended up being more like hated because of it. You know the, the like the Rock kind of did, but he just yeah he was just he always did the you know I won two gold medals and with a broken neck. I just never really thought about beforehand. I love Kurt Angle. I like Kurt Angle. It still baffles me to this day how TJ had no idea who Kurt Angle was. The last time when that that uh, whatever that um, uh, pay per view came to Freedom Hall when I was in freshman high school, so it was like two thousand is the one where Undertaker came back. Okay, I'm, I'm Unforgiven, maybe something like that. That sounds from that actually sounds very familiar, yeah. But I took a sign that said, um, Louisville's favorite colors are red, white, and blue. It's true, it's true because I love Kurt Angle so much. I like Kurt okay, Angle's a great wrestler. I was a big fan. Texas, I don't think any sports tweet will ever top Terry's. It's like Twitter Hall of Fame. It, it's a fantastic tweet. Osama's <laughs> tall as hell. <laughs> Should have hooped. I have no problem with the text. I think it's funny. Texas says, Newman sucks. Trade him and call up Strand. Yeah, I agree with that. Who are you going to get for him, though? See, the bats the way they ended last night, by the way? No, I, I listened to a little bit of it on the way home. I was listening to it. It was a great call by me, Nick. Uh, what happened? They were down 6-2, uh, to two, fought back with uh, Wilson Ramos. Is it Wilson Ramos? I think he's the right person. Some, I think something Ramos. Uh, but bottom of the bottom of the ninth, 6-6, six, six, Ramos solo shot, ends the game, walk off. These, these bats, I'm telling you. I love this stat he was talking about against Indianapolis. Indianapolis this season is 2-17. and 17. In walk and walk off games. That's not good. That's insanely bad. And the bats were coming off of a nineteen. So I didn't. So I was listening to. Oh, that's the. I'm sorry. That's the first place. First place little bats. Little bats, baby. Second Get it season. right. So the bats. Like, it, also, it's kind of funny. I remember like dr- like when my dad like probably when I was fourteen, fifteen. Like those years right before I got my license. When he would drive me around and stuff, he was always like, he'd listen to Bats baseball. I'm like, why are you listening to Bats baseball? Like, listen I was to something still else. When I drive around him. Uh, and like now, I find myself like listening to Bats baseball when I it's did, on. Yeah. So I was listening to to Nick. I had no idea the setup for the the International League now, like the way the playoffs are. Like they do, it's two halves of the season, and the yeah. first half champion plays the second half champion in a three game series for the whole thing. Like, there's no like playoffs. There's no so the Bats like had a good first half. It just doesn't matter. Like their record, they start over from scratch here in the second half. They need to have the best record. What they finish in the first? They finish by. They were forty and thirty three in the first half. So like, but it doesn't matter. Like they need to win the second half, and they're going to play. I think it's like Newark or whoever. Okay, first of all, that's stupid. I don't like it, but no, there's no liking. That is just utterly stupid. Let's win the second half, though. You should be down to the season. I did not know they did. That's dumb. And also, I don't know like what happens if the team that. Won the first half, wins the second half. These are, we need to have Nick on. Yeah, that's yeah. I, Maybe it was league, Norfolk. Seriously, that's just that's dumb. <laughs> I can't. I don't even know. There's no way to even like sell that to me. Like there's things I think are stupid that I can understand. I guess why maybe somebody likes them that I don't. Even though I think it's dumb. That's just plain stupid. Yeah. So that's the way to. So I think Norfolk had the best record. I was like, what's their motivation now? Like, so they had the best record in the first half. So regardless of what happens in the second half, they'll host the cha- the three game championship series. Is Norfolk, Miami, uh, Baltimore. Oh, that well, good. That makes sense because Baltimore's loaded with youth. They are not enough to beat the Braves though, or they beat the Reds. That's going to be two future teams though. 
Texas says Trevor makes a good point. Thank Everyone you. should skip age thirteen. Oh, well, I mean, I don't age I, thirteen did kind of suck. Thirteen sucks. What was your least favorite like age? Your least favorite just era of being alive? Oh, be probably sixth grade. What? How old was that in sixth grade? Like Twelve. Yeah, sixth grade sucked because almost all my friends from Westport went to Camer or but, went yeah, or went somewhere else, and I, I was like, when I got to Wagner, or uh, I'm not, I'm sorry, West, I'm sixth grade, sixth grade. Uh, Zachary Taylor. All, all my friends went to like uh, went to Camera, and I went to Westport Middle. And even like even though you have my friends in my neighborhood, they were like because Westport's like three. Each floor is a different team. You have six one, six two, and six three, and you only interact with the people on your quote team. Well, my few friends that did come from me all went to like a different team. Oh, so I knew nobody, and it was kind of it was a it was not a rough year. It worked out in the end when I met people who I was friends with all through Westport Middle my time there, but. Originally, yeah, it was it was kind of a rough year. I feel like, like for me, like fourteen. But you 15, have the adolescent like, thing. I mean, late junior high and like the very start of high school. I feel like it's just so such an awkward time period. Like you're you start like social. You're becoming more social, but like you don't have freedom. Like you're not. Like I liked when I got to a certain age in high school where we could. Everyone was driving. You could go to parties. You kind of were more in control of your social life. Like being fourteen, fifteen, being so just. Hitting puberty, being so horny and angry all the time, just like dealing with all those extra hormones, and then like starting high school and you know figuring out like your new fun high sport. School. I liked high school after freshman year. Freshman year, it was just it was just such an adjustment. It was just so my freshman year was fun because I knew a lot of people. I, again, the people I'd met through middle school did go to Westport with me. Plus, I had a lot of friends who were. Uh, I, I always hung out with people that are older than me for the most part. So by my freshman year, some of my best friends were like already juniors, and I was just riding with them on the cars and stuff. Most time. So that would help. Yeah, I, I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, I, I didn't like hate life my freshman That's year, true, but it, yeah. it's just it was just more of like a it was tough adjusting to the new school, like you know, oh, yeah. all, all that stuff, and just but like once you like I, I'm I'm I love when I get comfortable with stuff. I hate starting new things. I just agree. To, like because you just know it's going to be awkward. You just want to push through that period and get to the period where you know you're surrounded. Come on, Garth, give me the change speech. Yeah, you just you, you <laughs> just want to kind of get into it where you have a, a comfort level. And I think that like just that era, I was just ready to be older but, than I was. But you, at least when you went from middle school to high school, weren't you into the Catholic system? You were with everybody. You already knew. yeah. I mean, like all I'm, I, you I had knew, your friends already based. Yeah, and it wasn't like a like I didn't have friends or like, wasn't like, it, it just was more about like the changing into like a different world with sports, different. And just like that age in general, like I, I, once I started being able to drive and we got older and we did more like kind of mature, stupid things, <laughs> then I like that a whole lot more than just like going to Tinseltown more stupid, and, less mature. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Hanging out. Like I just, yeah, it was, but I agree. 13s. Yeah. That's I mean, 13, 12, 14, 13, 13 less like that middle school. That's, that's a tough one. It's a weird age. Yeah. Uh, Texas says, yeah, I've seen Josh Hurd running around Seneca several times. It's a conspiracy. The Seneca groups hate him. They're out for him. They're coming for him. <laughs> I run it faster if Kenny Payne wins another four games. <laughs> Texas says, uh, FYI, the Louisville-Notre Dame game is the same weekend as the St. James Art Fair. Oh, God. Old Louisville might crumble with traffic that weekend. It'll be That, that will be an absolute mess. Thank God I don't go, I'm not going either. You know, you know what will be trafficking? My driveway. <laughs> I've got news for you. If we're five and zero, oh, and game day's here, and it's Notre Dame, we're doing shows there. We're doing. You and I, you and I are out there at six a.m. Six hours of coverage on the Big X. <laughs> we're doing a show from the Papa John or the St. James Art Fair. 
Both. I've never been to the art fair. We'll go back and forth. It, you have to park so far away. It's, I've it's never. Nuts. I don't even know. I mean, I'm assuming it's in St. James neighborhood or whatever. Yeah, it's over there. Yeah, it's that's old, over there in Old That's a clever name. That's just a clever name. <laughs> the thing, I, I always forget that we're the only Louisville show. And I'm so used to being at, at stations where like you know you bunch of Louisville shows because I was like, yeah, we could alternate with, and like I was like, oh, there's nobody else who could help us nope. out with with, nope. with extended coverage, not even Scoots. Nope, nope. He's I. Yeah, we've got. We've we'll got get a... the Ryan brothers on. They'll take two hours. It'll <laughs> be great. While we move from St. James to, to Cardinal Stadium. Is it bad I've never been to the St. James Art Fair? I mean, it's not bad. It's just something. All I know about it is, is when, you, when I worked in serving, like, that was like the worst weekend to work. It's nuts. Because you, well, you get no bit because everyone goes to the fair. Like, it would be like the deadest Friday and Saturday night at Pizza Box or wherever else I was working at the time because no one, yeah, everybody's going to the St. Everybody's going downtown and stuff and no one's coming out to eat. Texas says, uh, Story of Us is a song. We found that out. Yep. Trevor was right. It'll be, you'll, hear, you'll hear the chorus here in a minute. It's going to come out in just a second. Texas, the jokes about the cameras are cool and all, but is anybody actually going to follow through on this after two years? No. Yes, next week. We keep sending an email out. <laughs> I just don't know who it's going to. I haven't seen Troy in like a month and a half. I miss his face. I am I I'm, talking to him. Yeah, I know. And I mentioned it too. He's, he's on vacation out here, I hear this week. Is he? Yeah, because I was going to call him about something. And, Everybody and, else over in the studio. And, <laughs> yeah, he's really... <laughs> Has anybody been there besides poor Bill next door? I mean, neither of us have been there for now but a month, right? You said. I mean, it's been over. It's been like a month and a half. Yeah, and I, you probably your last time there was probably my last time there. I wonder if that studio looks. I wonder if you have notes still there. No. I mean, they they did erase my iHeart TK. Can I tell you? Is I've my got, Virginia thank you card still on the on the board? I hope so. I've got a sneaking suspicion. I need to bring that over here. I have a sneaking suspicion. Things have been fixed for like three or four weeks over there, and they, they just don't, they just don't want us back there. <laughs> I don't think that we're welcomed over there. I think there's certain people that, don't, that would just as soon just not ever come back there. What if it's both of us just you? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it might be both of us. It might be just did, did you start taking people's stuff out of the fridge? <laughs> did you take someone's jello out of the fridge and made them Never. bad? I, no, all the labels over there, I've been fully discouraged. Yeah, right. Like, Please don't take anything. There was like a big red that was sitting in that fridge like, the entire time we were there. Well, they still they still tell you not to touch it. <laughs> Let's take a break. When we come back, uh, we'll wrap up the text line. We'll go through all the text that we've got here at 502-414-1450. We'll look ahead to tonight in the world of sports, and we'll call it a day. It's the Mike Rutherford Show here on 1450 and 96.1, The Big X. Taylor Swift. You Swifty now? I wouldn't call myself a Swifty because I think that's stupid sounding, but I, I, I like... Uh, Wait for this, though. Now you're really going to like it. Yeah. That's why. I know this from somewhere. It's all over the place in like 2012. Yeah, that wouldn't be from where I know it. 2013. It's on a movie or TV show. There was also a viral video where Goat sang that... Trouble, trouble, trouble. Part. Wait for it. 
Now I'm lying on the cold hard ground Trouble, trouble, trouble This is the, so this song <laughs> Like I was already kind of out of the, the world of like knowing what was what was cool and what was popular and what, I, what, I'm just like now learning ago. it myself actually So I, I had known Taylor Swift when I was in college, she was doing all the, like, the, she, her first song was called Tim McGraw, and then she had the song, like, the R song is the slam in front, like, that, that song. And so I knew, like, I had friends that listened to that. And then she kind of, like, went away, and I knew she had a couple of sort of country, more pop country songs. And then this song was on all, like, the top 40 stations. And I, I heard it for a few weeks, and I was like, I, I like this song. It's very catchy, and it was always in my head. And it took me, like, a month before I realized that it was Taylor Swift, and it's when she did her full-on, like, pop turn and kind of became the... The pop monster that she is today, but I the first like several times I heard this song, I had no idea it was her. I the first song I ever heard about Taylor Swift was Bad Blood. I knew who she was. I knew I knew until that song came out. I listened to it. I only knew her as the guy that Kanye made cry on stage. Well, she's not a guy. Or girl, the girl, yeah. Do you know who Bad Blood's about? Isn't it a, it's about somebody like she was with, right? Or it's it's about not some not, not like a love interest, but it's about a certain celebrity. Uh, Nicki Minaj. No. Katy Perry. Yeah, I don't like Katy Perry. I, I'm, well, I'm, Taylor I'm, Swift doesn't either. Yeah, I'm great. Katy Perry kind of sucks compared to Taylor Swift. They're not BFFs. You, you're you're slowly finding your love of Taylor Swift here. Well, I am, and I've listened. And, and the, uh, the last two Taylor Swift songs I just played, I like. I, I, I can tell take, you that one's catchy. Yeah, both of them were catchy, and I liked Bad Blood's catchy. Um, the Shake It Off is catchy. I think Shake it's, It Off is catchy. I mean, it's 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 a pop song, but I know I I do know Katy Perry songs, and don't get me wrong. I Kissed a Girl is a great anthem, but like outside of that, all the other Katy Perry songs I've heard have been pretty much poo. Here's like the, Dark Horse sucks. Uh, the the, the Friday the California Girls one is kind of catchy. Well, I Dog. guess, but it's a but that's just a cover. I mean, the one about Fridays. No, it's not a cover. It's her own song. I thought that was. It's not a cover of the Beach Boys song. It's or David Lee Roth or whatever. No, it's yeah. different. Oh, I thought it was. I sure it was a cover. I never listened to it all the way through. Then um, and the one about Fridays always annoyed me. Yeah, that was not a good song. I thought that song sucked. <laughs> My man. problem with Katy Perry is so she tried to make it as like a Christian singer, and then it didn't work. And so she immediately just, <laughs> just makes the I kissed a girl and I liked it, which is the, the total 180, and she gets very fan. You know, how are you going to do it, I guess? But it, that was just an interesting origin story. Uh, we've got about, uh, let's see, 10, 12 minutes here before we got to get out of here. So Texas on the Thornton's text line at 502-414-1450. Looking Ugly out there. Storms are, are ratcheting up here in the thunder. It's raining a ton. Where I'm hearing the 96.1 signal is kind of going in and out. For my buddy uh, Mud, Mud also says fifth grade was his worst age because he was is the last year of him being chubby. Wait, but, but fifth grade would be that if that's the last year chubby, that would make it your best year, right? Well, he was still chubby though. That's why he didn't. Oh, okay, but it was his last year. It is good. So Mud, my buddy Daniel Mud, who's now so a, I guess my worst year is still to come. Yeah, he, he's now <laughs> he's now an attorney, but he caught he had like. 290 yards receiving and two touchdowns in the famous Brom versus Bush game. He was a really good high school nice. receiver, but in like easily the fastest out of all my friends, like super athletic kid. But in fifth grade, he played center on the football team because he was fat, and we all like, I just never stopped calling him fat, uh, which was. But yeah, he had a he he had a nice little grow up from glow up from fifth grade to sixth grade. But that is fifth grade was kind of an awkward year as well. Also, but I thought you were on vacation. I had, I loved my fifth grade year because I guess it was people I'd been going to school with that whole time. The problem is all my friends like all lived in like Plantation and Langdon Place, so they all, like I said, all went to Cammer and Ballard, and yeah, I just kind of a lot of my did lose touch with over. I mean, after my elementary school days. Uh, okay, Thornton text line. Texture says when nipples. <laughs> <That's not his laughs> <name. laughs> 
said that it, I mean, come on. Said that quote, it was different. What he really meant was KP wouldn't offer me NIL money during his recruiting visit. I hope that's not the case. But I guess it could be. <laughs> Texas Mike. I mean, so his teammates like half play with nipples. <laughs> Texas says I'm gonna be chased when he runs. <laughs> Does Trevor fart in the studio a lot? Oh, I have, yeah. You, you're nice enough to shut the door when it's. Well, when it's no, well, more so. I, I shut the door when it was. A, I knew it was a stinky one. Yeah, like, I, but I have. Yeah, I'll, I'm not gonna. Yeah, I mean, if it's really, if it smells really bad, I will shut the door and say I'm sorry. But I'm not gonna. I wouldn't. I wouldn't expect you to hold it in. Also says Mike, have you ever tasted roast beef in one of Trevor's RB farts? <laughs> no, no. That one I did that one day in here though. That you might. I think I tasted dairy of some kind. Oh God. <laughs> Texas says, uh, Lou, oh, this is an angry guy. Mike, no one involved said they were underage. Mike, the players said they were underage. No, you said the girls were underage. I said, no, they, none of them were underage. Nobody said they were underage. Uh, and he also says, Lou hired Katina to be good at sports. Them, they taking that Saudi money, no doubt. Shut up. <laughs> also, Louisville did not hire Katina Powell. Andre McGee yeah. hired Katina Powell. Uh, Judgment Day. Was, well, he was technically a player of Louisville. He was, but I'm, like, that's very different than like University I mean, of Louisville getting in bed with the Saudis. That's a rabbit hole to go down. But, if yeah. it was, if Tom Jurich and James Ramsey were signing off on Katina Powell, it would have been a much bigger deal than it already yes, was. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Uh, Judgment Day was the the pay per view. Yeah, I knew. Yeah. Now was that the one? Because I was a little out of wrestling, at least with WWE at the time. It was the Rock Triple H that, like, that got almost. I think that's the one the pay per view why we haven't had one back here. They got in the crowd. Well, not into the crowd, but and the kid got it. Yeah, the one. You know, you're 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 getting close, but the WWE, the the uh, someone at Freedom Hall leaked the video, and this keep in mind. This yeah, you've is, said you told us before. Leaked the video of of Triple H and Rock going because Triple H is a very. But a kid also got hit in the crowd. Did he? Okay, and now I think I know the blood stuff was a lot to do with the pay per views not being here and WWE not coming back here for a long time. But I think uh, I, supposedly that was Vince was like, and Vince is a guy that holds a grudge. Was furious that that got out, and but if you know Triple H, that's how he is. I mean, he's a guy that he's like Macho Man. They'll number the match as you go along. They they don't do anything on call. Everything is really? planned out. Yeah, certain wrestlers don't do that. Some you watch wrestling match. It's amazing to think that they don't plan any of that. It's all done on the fly, which is crazy. It's it, when they when they when they do it well, like Kenny Omega, who's the one that does that, is is amazing. Yeah, I feel like it's like rappers who plan their freestyles, and so they're not actual freestyles versus rappers who just will That's freestyle. your Triple H, your Macho Mans, the guys like that were, were ones that were very particular about like planning out an entire match. Texas says, why would the first half winner care to play the second half if they are already in the championship? It, it's a great, I don't, I don't know. Like, this setup is dumb. The whole rule sounds dumb, yeah. I mean, I mean, I guess because minor league baseball, let's be real, like it doesn't really matter anyway. Like you, All these guys are playing because they want to get to the next level. As much as they, I'm sure, love the Louisville Bats and love, like, you're not playing for a championship. You're playing to be a part of the big league roster. So, like, it's not guys are going to stop trying because their team's already locked up a spot in the AAA championship. They're going to try to hit 300 because they want to get called up to the Orioles. I mean, it's something to do with like, as I was say, what is it? Something to make call ups? Like maybe a team is 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 only is. I mean, yeah, because what if a team is really good the first half, but all their guys get called up and they suck the second half? Well, and, that's the th- that's the problem with AAA baseball. Yeah, then there's no especially reason. when the rosters expand. Like you know, you, you like yeah. all the guys that have made you good are gone. Like you've got guys that are are playing for you in your quote unquote most important games who have. Just got added to the roster. I mean, but what if you have the best record in the first half, but you have the worst record in the second half? You still get to play for the title. You get to host the title. You host that's, the championship series. Just, yeah, that's just. I mean, 
I guess they're trying to make it matter as little as possible. I know, possible, I know it's hard to do something that's that's perfect in any way, but that's still that's the worst decision. That is horrible. It seems silly. I'm, I'm trying to find out if we're having any uh, delays or anything yet for this game, by the way. I haven't seen anything. I would assume it's going to be It's going to be it's pretty nasty. It's not going to be on delay, but it, the nice thing about I will say about AAA is, unlike Major League, they won't like drag it along. If they think it's going to be more than like an hour delay, they'll just say right now we're canceling. Okay. Like where Major League will like make you stay on the banana phone for like three hours before they they, they say there, there's going to be no Reds game. Texas, imagine the group of five football programs scrapping and clawing, and the Power Five teams like Vandy getting all the money. Tell tell them to tell the Saudis to take their money and shove it. I bet Vandy would take the money. I don't think they would. You don't think they would? No. Texas, I'm sorry, Mike, but we all need to hear Trevor's take on the Supreme Court ending affirmative action in college. But stop trying to make this happen. What do you think I'm going to say something bad? I don't. You think I'm pro for getting rid of a permit? No, it's. I don't know what you're for. I don't. I don't. I don't. I get. I, I'm nervous every time that we have one of these. I'm. I'm. I'm for all equality and everything. There you go. I Just mean, leave it at that. Yeah. Texture says the best Taylor Swift song is Carolina. I don't know that one. I don't know that the James Taylor. In my mind, I'm going to Taylor Swift concert. Texas, I'm a big Swifty, but she and Katie made up in the You Need to Calm Down video. Did they kiss? I don't think so. Damn it. But they were apparently dressed as a burger and fry together. But nevertheless, bad blood is about Katie. How the hell did I make that sexual in my mind? Well, it's not hard. (laughs) Yeah, it is. Texas is (laughs) Trevor ripping beef and cheddar farts. Stop. Stop. Why why, why, Why is this happening? Roast beef doesn't do it for me right now. You give me some barbecue sauce. Yeah, there might be some cheeks vibrating over okay, here. Okay, that's enough. Texture says the Taylor Swift folklore album is really good. I'm a dude, and I like a lot of the same music that you guys do, but folklore jams. I like folklore. Can you, why do you folklore have to like two pre- albums again? Preference he's a dude. Like, like, <laughs> like what's these? It's like when Kentucky <laughs> fans say, always text the show. Like, I'm a Kentucky <laughs> fan, but I think not killing people is good. It's like, well, you don't have to preface your fandom with that. It's fine. Like, I don't need. I mean, whether you're a dude or a girl, does it really matter? I mean, <laughs> do you ever get that? Like, you know, like I'll, uh, like I'll, uh, if I have something serious going on, like I, you know, I announce like, hey, like I just. Our baby's here. And like somebody will be like, I'm a UK fan, but I'm happy for you. I'm like, you, 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 can, you can just be a person who's happy for me. Exactly. Or like, I'm really sick. I'm a UK fan, but I hope you get better. It's like, well, <laughs> thank you. Let's try this. Josh, Taylor uh, Swifty, yes or no? No. He's not. Do you have He's a favorite not, song? Do you have a favorite song? He can't think I don't think you can name a song. Yeah, I don't think you can. Back together. I think that's we I, he honestly could just be making ever, that up ever, knowing Taylor Swift's reputation. Getting though. back together. <laughs> it reminds me of the Katie Katy Perry over here. Did you see the Lions uh, <laughs> social media? Like they did a thing. Now everybody's doing it. I saw the, the Reds did it today, but I guess wherever she's going for concerts, they asked the players like favorite Taylor Swift song. Okay. And yeah. like, you know, a, some of them I was a little bit Jared Goff knew too much. Like he had, like he reeled off. <laughs> he was like this one, but only the acoustic versions from Red Rocks, the nine minute version. Like Jared Goff knew way too much. Taylor Swift. I can't see Taylor Swift at Red Rock for some reason. <laughs> but he was like he was like ripping off deep cuts. Like he had like seventeen different answers. Like uh, and everyone else had an answer. And then I can't remember who it was, but somebody was like, uh, "It's like it's a party in the USA." That's and they were like, "That's, like, that's, that's Miley Cyrus." I know that. And then he like he's like he's like, he's like I'm feeling 22, and they were like, "That's that you got it." It was a funny. Was thing. that her? Okay. Yeah. She, yeah. She did uh, 22. Okay, but I mean, and, and to try to be in fairness to golf, 
Like I'm 43, Josh is 43, you're 30 something. Yes. Going on 50. Like <laughs> Goff is like 27, so he's probably more in the Taylor Swift age, right? Is he that young? I thought he was like 30. You know, he's under 30, and he's either 20. Well, he came out and Wentz is drafted, and Wentz is 29. He's 28. Okay, so he's 20. Yeah, so that's more. I mean, that's. Yeah, he's coming along with he's ten years old. Everyone's Swift is hitting. Swift yeah, age. he's ten years old hitting the Swift. You know, prime. That song I played, the story of us, came was on our third album from 2010. It said. Texture so. says, "Have you tried the MLB Immaculate Grid game? It's the new Wordle. I've not. But. Immaculate Grid. You know, there's Wordle. Do you still do Wordle? I still do Wordle. I do Wordle still. It's been had some tough ones recently. I, I've been missing like a decent. I only my streak is like five right now. The Kazoo one a few weeks ago. I oh was, God. I I almost texted you on that one. It made me so mad. Was, I thought I had it. I, I'd get my last guess was Wazoo. I don't know why I thought Wazoo over Kazoo, which Wazoo is apparently a, a real word. I was very, very upset. Very rarely do I I tap out on it. I think Kazoo one was the one where, and there's a word I'll, I'll tell you off there what I type in when I'm just ready to give up and I'm I don't I don't even want to guess one more time. I just want to know the word. And, and that was the Kazoo day. Like I I just couldn't figure it out. I was like, what is this word? It's dry because I had all these letters blacked out. I'm like, what, what What? can I be doing here? <laughs> the folklore guy says, I was just trying to relate, guys. Also, I am a UK fan. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> Texas Taylor is only is 33 years old. We were talking about Jerry. Yeah, we're talking about golf, yeah. Texas, He's only 33, okay. Texas Angry Guy has a lot of time on his hands for somebody who fosters cats. Angry Guy just loves the show. He makes time for us. He makes up phone numbers. He just he nobody loves this show more than Angry Guy. I wonder guy if he texts us from his office or something. Remember, we we've established he's, you know, he's working in a cubicle doing rails and stuff. Yeah, that's ex- yeah. <laughs> so much cocaine. <laughs> turning red. He's like he's like the the the, the Wolf of Wall Street guy. <laughs> Texas, that was Kirby Joseph, Aaron Rodgers' daddy, who started singing uh, Party in the USA. Thank you. That was uh, Texas. Trevor, quote, I tasted dairy. No, 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 no. <laughs> tasted dairy. <laughs> Those yoo-hoos I drink a lot of, Okay, they really did something to me. I, I didn't. Be thankful I'm out of yoo-hoos. Uh, we've got uh, best baseball again tonight, maybe. 605 coverage will start 635 first pitch. Well, we Bats. might have it when it starts is another question. Yeah, Pat's taking on Indianapolis. <laughs> Keep it locked right here for that. Tonight, um, I mean, really just all we've got is MLB. We've got MLB games going on right now. The Yankees are taking it to the A's again. The Rays are all over the Diamondbacks. The White Sox lead the Angels. The game, I guess, most part, well, you got your Giants and the Blue Jays at 705. But for my interest, Brewers, Mets, 710, Scherzer versus Hauser. Mets are a heavy favorite, but they tend to kind of crap the bed in these do the Mets keep the Braves in first place tonight by taking down the Brewers? We need a Mets victory. Let's make it happen. Who's pitching for the Brewers? Uh, Hauser. Oh, he's good. Uh, Cole Hauser? Adrian Hauser. Maybe it's his brother. 2-2, two and two, 4.02 ERA. Uh, I'm going Mets won last night. Or got a win last night. I know that. Brewers won last night. So Mets won 7-2 last night. Mets won two nights ago, 7-2. Oh, my bad. Um, I'm going to say Mets pull this one out. We need Scherzer. Make it happen. Mets win. Oh, Cole Reds, Hauser's the actor from Days to Confused. <laughs> Reds, Reds move a game ahead in the NL Central standings, and then they get back at it against the Padres on Friday. It's Taylor Swift Day tomorrow. Get excited for Swifties, it. Swifties, line up. Everyone have a fantastic Thursday night. Bats baseball is up next. We'll see you guys back here tomorrow at 3. It's all Swift tomorrow, baby. Take your Katy Perry and shove it.
Never been till you put me down.